Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyer up 904. Jacksonville. They are not ready for prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time. That's the name. Prime time. Prime time. What time is it? Showtime prime time. It's XL Prime Time featuring Joe C. Son of a gun. Matt Hayes. His balls are different in person. Mia O'Brien. I don't know what they're doing. And Leon Searcy. Bringing you love, peace, and soul. How do you like it now? Oh, yeah. How do you like it now? Pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. You're a December winner. You're a Thursday night football winner. Under the lights, primetime, stuff that hadn't happened in a long, long time. Throughout the morning, you had the fifth quarter. This morning with Big Sirs, Hack, Coach Campo, and then you followed it with Jaguars today and right into XL primetime. It will be a theme today, as you can just imagine, uh, the, the the euphoria of, of winning instead of being a December, not even a December disappointment, uh, like a December afterthought. Uh, but we've been talking about it. You are relevant right now in the in the biggest of times. So welcome in XL primetime. We've got me and Matt today because Big Surce was on the fifth quarter this morning. Mia up in New York, New Jersey with the game coverage last night. We'll have some interviews from her a little bit later on, Maddie. But you know, coming out of that game, we've got so much to talk about. And I also realized that yesterday when we were at the Yale House, we didn't let go of the yell. And today seems like a perfect day to let go of the yell with the, you know, with the win. So let's just get it started because we got us a long holiday weekend. So, <laughs> and it is a feel-good Friday. Like By the that. way, the next time this group gets on the grass, yeah. it'll be January games of yeah. significance. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? January games of significance. Yeah. We were talking about November games of significance. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And, and honestly, okay, remember, this is how we would describe it. Season starts in September. It's over by October. That's basically how we looked at right. it. Halloween, what are you doing? Draft. Yeah. You're, 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 and so we made it through significant periods of this football season and now still being talked about. And by the way, there was a ton being talked about last night with the Jets and Zach Wilson, but the aftermath of all these last couple of games is it was all about Dallas. It was all about New York, but now Jacksonville is sitting up in a great position. So as we set it up today, normally we would do a Modelo Monday. We can do a, we've got a big hair Friday. Uh, Matt put together a heavy metal Christmas song list. So, J.J., the DJ, will be cranking those out. So, if you could think of any good rock and roll Christmas song, yeah, doesn't have to be. By the way, we'll yeah. also finish with Christmas and Dixie. Don't kid yourself. And, yeah. and quickly, yeah. Matt, what he sent me, he didn't listen to. No? Because they're not actually metal songs. I'm okay. disappointed what to tell they? you. So, our listeners, I'll Come on. Sorry, share them during the break. But our listeners, if you have any sort of rock Christmas Songs. I'll send you I need one. your help today. Right. I'll send because, you another one. Because honestly, all we have really is like Bruce and the Ramones, right. and yeah, I uh, need more some, than there's that. some Dawkins and Rat. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely okay. that. On and so, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, it is our last Christmas show, so we're probably going to throw a few standards out there. Uh, and and I I have said to JJ that if you will just go ahead and maybe pull a movie clip or two here or there, you know, we might get to hear Elf, we might get to hear The Grinch, we might get to hear. Home Alone, Christmas Story, all those. So have a little fun with that today if you want to make some suggestions there as well. The pop-off line, wide open today because this should be 
a fun, fun Friday, a feel-good Friday, victory Friday, all that stuff. Because everything that came out of it last night, you want to talk about a scary start with Trevor coughing up the football. It didn't look good early. See, you know what? I wasn't scared. And here's uh, another thing, too, with you. I have to take umbrage with you, all right? Yeah. I knew you were nervous there. You were yeah. also nervous when they started running the ball. When they started, when they get the backup quarterback in, they're starting to do a lot of zone reach I stuff. I freaked out. And you tweeted, I don't like this. <laughs> what is wrong with everybody in this city? This well, is a different team. Decades well, of losing. This I, is not what you've had in the past. Right. It this is, is a different team. I will, period. I will, well, I, I love, I love the, the Doug difference. And you, you know how long I've been preaching that at the pulpit. But uh, it's, I'm just, as JJ just said, it's scar tissue, man. It oh, is I know it scar is. tissue. I get it. But the other part of it is, is the NFL has a way of just some craziness. And when you start looking at the clock, and, and, and J.J. and I were talking about it earlier, uh, I think he, I think Shreveler, Reveler, Kevler, whoever he was, he led. He was like Tebow Jr. at that point. Yeah, really yeah. what he was. He, and he came out of the CFL. He was a runner. Anyway, he led the Jets in rushing, and he barely got in there at the end of the third quarter. And so he was at this. They it, only it, had two first downs before yeah, he came I mean, in. And I think and they that, got three on yeah. the drive. But, like, Matt, I thought it was – more entertaining. I thought it was funny. Yeah, more oh than anything gosh. else. Yeah, it, well, and then, well, and then I'm like, they're not going to come back no, and win this game. No. And when he missed that throw, where the guy's like 50 yards open, mm-hmm. and he underthrew it, I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, that was a <laughs> this is like a, a high school. No, that Corey Davis dropping that ball was big for them too. But yeah. back to the first thing, the first fumble. Uh-huh. Like I, I could just, I could sense it not only on social media, but just you could tell they were. This city was starting to panic. Yeah, absolute apprehension. First try, right? And know? then third play on defense. Here mm-hmm. comes Cisco off the edge. Bang. Yeah. It's a different team, man. It just is. It is. Well, I, I love it. And, and, and we all, all have been talking about it. And Duval, all of y'all have been talking about it because the, the, the difference in this franchise, the difference in Duval is Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. And we can add the other ones to it. But those two are the absolute difference. And, you know, as I'm sitting in my text chain and all the other things tweeting out and whatnot last night, is that you're right, there was a little bit of, of nervousness going into the game. The weather was certainly being talked about. And then Trevor gets knocked around and coughs up the football, and you're like, holy crap, this, this cannot be uh, the way this game starts. But the one thing that is very obvious, and I'm sure it's obvious to everybody else out there, is that from London on, Trevor Lawrence says, I have got to take care of the football. Now, granted, he's, he's, the ball's popped out now right. consecutive games. But the one beautiful thing about his development is that he says, I'm going to get the ball back, and when I do, we're going to do something with it. We're going to make up for that. My bad. Now let's make up for it. And holding the Jets to a field goal, as bad as they were, they were dreadful last night. It was big early to make sure that they did not get in the end zone. So l- let me say this too, you know, it's first drive of the game. It's wet, you know. It's you know, it's 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 everything's new. Chatley, friend of the program, you get him one on one with Quinn and Williams. It's, I mean, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. It's going yeah. to be a problem. Yeah. Quinn and Williams one on one with any Garden League is going to be a problem. So he goes right by him, grabs him. The strip sack. I don't blame that on Trevor. I, I mean, I, he's got a hole in the ball, but at the end of the day, I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, you're, it's one of the best defensive players in the yes. game. Yes, yes. So I, that's that's why I was. I mean, I I think right now, if you are a Jags fan, you have to start looking at it like you have rare at that quarterback spot, mm-hmm. rare as can be. Yeah, you've had nothing like that ever in the history of the franchise. You have rare right now. So 
anytime you're down six, you're down three, you're down seven, or you're down 27-10 to a team that's going to be in the playoffs, yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, it, it just doesn't matter. And it's, it's becoming more and more of where you, you feel good about it instead of saying it's over, it's done. Right. You know, you hit the remote, you turn it off, you change it, you do whatever. And, and what has happened, and you can see this last night, okay, uh, ETN almost lost the football. Trevor did lose the football. A couple times. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you saw different guys come up at different times. That play sheet, I'm telling you, Doug Peterson's play sheet is as versatile as as a Waffle House menu, okay, scattered, smothered, and covered. I mean, he has it all. And Evan Ingram is coming up with more and more plays. We talked about him, him yesterday. You got to sign him extension, yeah. man. I don't, I don't know what else to say. See, you have to sign him. We, we talked about him yesterday with Coach Campo, and I'm like, this guy will be hungry and a little angry to show off his skills last night in that right. stadium right. where he got booed by his own fans uh, when he was a New York Giant just like Zach Wilson got booed last night. So I love seeing Ingram come up. Arnold came up. Obviously, ETN Hasty had it. Snoop even got a carry. Uh, and and you saw this football team. Now, look, I, I, like I said, last night, having all these conversations with all these Jaguar fans, and it still was kind of a, a little bit of a nervous game because you only got in the end zone one time. 60 minutes of football. One touchdown but was scored. I think they could have gotten in a couple other times. Yeah. I also think Doug realized – Hey, we need we just need points, man. Yeah, these guys are not going to score on us. Let's just get a field goal, get another right. field goal. Because I think, in typically in games with a typical game with weather that's not you know sideways rain, yeah. he'd have gone for it a couple yeah. times in fourth down. Well, it, it, true. Just go to the miss by Riley Patterson before the half. Right. Not going for it there. That is textbook, Doug. I'm going for it. We're right Absolutely. here at the thirty yard line. We got a yard to make. Let's keep it going. Absolutely. Let's get in there. And obviously, you know the 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 kick didn't. Did, you know, just basically moved on with the wind and rain, but he felt good enough about trying just to get points. To your point, he's been look. There's another thing about Doug Peterson, man. His as a head coach, his teeth were cut in the bitter cold of the Northeast. Yeah. He knows what you can and can't get away with uh, from his days in Philadelphia, Plus, especially after the painful lesson of all the turnovers yes. the last time they were. And, up. and the point you brought up earlier with Doug and, and the play calling, I think he's become a better play caller now because. His quarterback's better now. Oh, yeah. It's much easier to be a good play caller when you've got a quarterback who can do anything you want. The way he set up that third down throw to ETN with the fake reverse where everybody on that defense is shifting left because they see Agnew coming and they think it's going to be one of those quick little jet, jet sweeps. Fake that thing, throw it right out to the ETN. He's wide open. Yeah. And that was a, that was a critical third down. Yeah. I was... mean, there were some big plays. I mean, I know it was 19-3. There were some big plays in the passing game last night where you're like, okay, yeah, this team has really made some big steps. They were down there inside their own, I think, inside the seven. And it was like second and ten, and Trevor made a beautiful throw. Like, we're only, we're only you could put it for a first down. Throws I, like that. The yeah. third down throw to Zay Jones. Like, he's the only pass that Zay Jones even caught. What's, I keep telling this, me and, me and Dave Campbell keep going back and forth on text like mm. this. Those are undefendable balls. Right. If that's, you, what you, if he that, throws that's what you're them, getting from him. Yes, if he throws them on time and with anticipation and with velocity like he does, you can't defend them. His balls are different yes, in person. Thank yep. you, JJ. It's coming but that's through, the baby. whole point I've been trying to say. I mean, yeah. I sat there when the kid was a junior in high school. I was standing next to an agent, and he threw this long out. It was like a 30-yard out. And the ball was like humming as it was coming mm-hmm. to the receiver. And the agent looks at me. He was a junior. The agent looks at me and goes, oh, there's 75% of the guys in the NFL can't make that throw right now. Right. And, now and, he was a junior. 
And I, the thing that is just the most evident, and, and everyone out there is seeing it and, and soaking it up, because uh, we're talking about a guy who was second-guessed a little bit, and the generational, oh, I thought he was generational, all this stuff. And who knows what he'll ultimately be? We don't right. know. But right now, he's playing at, a, as, at as high a level as anybody is right now in the National Football League. Now, they're not scoring at will. That was a low-scoring game. It was a one-touchdown game. I totally get it. But he is turning a major, major corner right now because of the throws that you're talking about making, the decisions. And, and he is more and more of a willing runner, and he understands. He is cat quick with some size. Okay, and He's not Josh Allen. He's not going to try and bulldoze you. He's not going to try and hurdle you. But he knows that that is now a new piece of the puzzle for him. Well, he him. sees it now because he, yeah. he's more comfortable in the passing game so now he sees what he can do in the run game. It's one plays off the other. That's why he did in college, because he was comfortable with the speed in college, so he ran in college. Mm-hmm. You remember the Ohio State game, that 70-yard touchdown run, when he ran away from the second level. When you're comfortable in what you can do in the passing game, when you know the passing concepts, the run is easy. Yeah. You see the run as well. All right, now just think about this. Okay, when is the last time? We, 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 we've talked about a handful of things. When is the last time? Because, it, like... So many things have happened this year that it's been moons, moons, moons since it's happened, and that includes beating NFC teams. That includes going right. out to the West Coast. Right. That includes winning under the lights. Last night, they get pinned at their own four-yard line in a nasty, nasty game weather-wise, and they proceed to go 16 plays, 96 yards, with Trevor breaking the plane for a score. And that's the beautiful thing about it is that they can, they can clock – and make first downs. They know exactly what they want to do because of Doug's play sheet and because of Trevor's ability to run that offense. That that was huge, man. 16 plays, 96 yards, took basically a quarter of the clock um, or half the quarter, eight, eight minutes and 15 seconds off of the off of the clock. And just owning the football was, is knowing you can move the chain. Literally a double shotgun. Yeah, drive. it is. That was, yeah, yeah. That was here we are. We're coming. Good luck stopping it. All right, so if you want to hit the pop-off line, 904-207-7071. You can make it your Modelo moment. And as uh, Matty just looked at me and gave me the uh, double butt Adam salute, I mean, that's what you can do. You can feel yes. you can feel pretty damn good in December about your club, about Duval. And so if you just want to just talk some smack as far as what you felt last night, Tennessee's got to play a game against Houston. That's a one-win club that they're playing against. And they don't know what Malik Willis is going to look like. Ryan Tannehill is, as we described with J.J., uh, football dead is the right. best way to, to put it instead of the way J.J. <laughs> originally put it. But, you know, he's football dead. Ryan and so dead. the potential. What did you say? Ryan, Ryan Tannehill just died. Right? Ryan Tannehill just died. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the potential is that Houston can, can get Tennessee and knock them off and make this last game in, in Jacksonville at the bank, almost meaningless. No, I don't want baseball. that. I don't I, want that. I, 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 want, know. I, want, I know. I want the Titans to play really well, mm-hmm. really well with Malik Willis, beat the Texans, beat the Cowboys, and then just suck the life out of them by beating them. Yeah, that, that would be beautiful. It, it would. So it, it, we'll look at playoff scenarios because there's a lot on the line. Uh, we're going to say hello to Flint Minshew a little bit later on because you've got Gardner uh, going to quarterback the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys, which will be awesome. So we'll get his thoughts. And I'm sure he watched a little bit of Thursday night football last night. That's for sure. You can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures and give us some of your thoughts from last night as well. You can definitely give us some big hair 
Christmas suggestions, whatever you might want to do there, we would love it. Now, we got a little bowl action, but not a lot of bowl action, but there are a couple of games later today that we'll be looking at. And I love the fact that we're going to have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day games. And I might even have one or two funky facts here for you from the NFL when it comes to that because it's rare that we get NBA and NFL kind of like vying for that that Christmas slot uh, because the NBA is owned. Christmas forever. And it so happens when the calendar moves and you got some Sunday NFL action, they're going to pop a bunch of them on. There'll be three Saturday games. Which they were going to be really good. Yeah. Like before the season, when you look at the oh, matchups, yeah. like Russ Wilson versus the Rams, yeah. you know? And then you have Tom Brady versus, versus uh, Arizona and Kyler. Mm-hmm. It's like both of those suck now. Yeah. We got and, You know, at least the Packers still have a shot at the playoffs. And the Dolphins certainly do. They'll be playing. Uh, Still ball, though. Oh, it's ball. I know. It's- I'm just saying for you shield heads, yeah. uh, of course you'll be watching anything. Yeah. I'm just saying compared to the NBA games, it looked like these would be huge matchups before this. You're really going to watch Broncos-Rams? Yeah, because what you have are is you, you really have- uh, During the afternoon on Christmas Day, are you going to be watching broncos Instead Rams? of the NBA? No, yes, instead of 100%. just spending time with oh. your no. family and well, no, celebrating the birth of Christ. Well, no. Of course. Okay, good. Of yeah. course I'm celebrating baby Jesus. <laughs> Come on, man. I do like that you inserted that, JJ. It's very, very. <laughs> like, how dare you? Yeah. It's, it's the uh, total fa- guilt trip. <laughs> Padre, Father Tom would be very proud of you right now. Uh, but I honestly, I didn't think we'd be seeing Brett Rippon and Baker Mayfield exactly uh, with that game. That's for sure. And uh, even though it's still Rodgers versus Tua, uh, that's going to be a great game, I hope. I'm uh, excited for that one. Yeah, me too, especially the way Miami balled this past Sunday and almost picked off the Bills, wasn't able to do it. They're on a three-game loser right now, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are hoping that they still have a j- chance to keep their playoff hopes alive. I, I think it'll probably be done by the time that game is done, but then you also have a, a Kyler Murrayless Arizona team. Who is it? Is Colt McCoy going to start? No, I believe he's I believe he's out, out too, right? He's out, yeah. Yeah. Let me look. It might be Trace McSorley. Yeah, it is. You're right. There it is. It's Trace McSorley. That's exactly what it is. All right, so. I'm excited wanted, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just crazy when it's you think about It's almost like a preseason that. game at this point, right? Yeah. All right, so here's a number, okay? Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence, the generational one, leads the league with the 111.2 passer rating since week nine. He has 3,520 passing yards and is one of eight players in NFL history to record at least 3,500 passing yards in each of their first two seasons. That's what he's done, people. And last year, it was lousy because they weren't winning, and it was a 12-touchdown, 17-interception resume for Trevor. But going over 3,500 last year was whatever. You were trying to play catch-up and and, and whatnot, and games were out of hand. This is totally different, totally different, the yards that are coming out and off the arm of Trev right now. it's. I I mean, I I look at what he's doing, and – you watch him play. It's not only just the way he's playing, but it's the way he's managing that team. It's the way he's managing the offense. You can see the team rallying behind him. This is what you expected you got mm-hmm. when you drafted him. This is what the whole generational thing is about. It's not just a guy that's really good at what he does, at his craft, but it's a guy who makes other guys better. Yeah. You know, it, It's a guy who teams and players rally around. That's where they are right now with this guy. I, I can guarantee we we talk about this all the time that, you know, you're in this game with this guy. I can guarantee that the team, the players on that team yeah. in that building think the same thing. No matter oh. what, they're in any game. Yeah. 
They're in any game with this guy. Yeah. Uh, off the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. How about the drive where T-Law scored on the quarterback sneak? Uh, we only had one third down play on that drive, and it was that play. Yeah. That, that Honestly, I'm glad you're pointing that out and reminding me of it because uh, that, I mean, that for a 16-play drive to eat up eight minutes of clock and then have that as, as the end. And, of course, the ball popped out, but all he needed to do was I'm, break the I mean, plane. he's 6'5", he's long, he's athletic. It's yeah. pretty – and then to think – the dummy in week 11 last year still hadn't practiced, mm-hmm. practiced the quarterback sneak. Right, Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We haven't practiced that yet. I, 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 yeah, I do. It's just uh, it's something else. All right, someone on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures has already designed the T-shirt in teal. His balls are different in person. Uh, I love it. I love it. So we might have to make those up. Excellent that, play right there. Uh, if you can work on that, uh, we might we might be able to put some money behind that just a little bit and have some fun with that. Um, the, the barbecue can will routinely uh, design stuff for me, and they now have because we threw out a phrase I don't know a couple years ago, die hard Duval because we we it's tough to to extinguish the fire and fight in this city, and so they now he's got a logo. Die well, what's hard. the logo for that though? His yeah, die hard different. Duval. What's the logo for his balls are different in person though? Uh, it's just got the football. It, you know, no, no, I, I mean, like, question. if you're going to give the barbecue in this to, to roll with, what, what's the logo going to be? Well, I was going to say, I don't want to be critical of who just designed this, but if I am going to say one thing that might help is that if if the line is his balls are different in person, you need more than one football on that thing. Yeah, That's what I was gonna it's say. plural. Yeah, yeah. You need, yeah it's got to be a double entendre of some right. sort. And you might, you know. You, uh, you but turn still, it. like, family-friendly enough to go to Publix. Anyway. Yes, of yeah. course. Yes. You could turn it into... Christmas, you know, a couple Christmas ornaments. You can turn it into a keychain. You can do whatever you want with it. All right, now we've got so much to get into. We would love just some some Christmas heavy rock, big hair, heavy metal suggestions if you could think of any of those. Because we want to say thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. They have had uh, you know so much fun with the big hair, but more than anything else, they want to make sure that they can take care of you roof wise with the look and feel and security of a metal roof. And so you can get in touch with them. The number one, it's First Coast MRS for Metal Roofing Supply. FirstCoastMRS.com. Been around since the late 90s, and they have worked with countless contractors and homeowners, and they will get you the look. And we know how popular that is, and it also holds up against hurricane winds. It lasts forever. You don't have the insurance companies knocking on your door telling you you got to replace your roof. All the details are right there. Uh, First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. It is a Friday. We're feeling pretty damn good right now. The tradition of Festivus begins... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. This is Trent Balky. Have a very Merry Christmas, Duval. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. What about Balky coming through with that big old Duval scream? I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Merry uh, Christmas, Trent. Exactly. Look, dude, it's working right now. Okay, all those second guessing, uh, you know, out there. At least it's working. And you know what? The biggest decision that he and Shad and Tony and everybody made. It was their first interview and their last interview, and it was Doug Peterson. And there was, what, about two months in between those uh, those interviews? But they still got the guy they needed to get 
Uh, How did they not screw that up? How did someone else not want this guy to coach that team? Ah, I don't know. It is a mystery. And if you go back and and Doug Peterson was not on everybody's list. I agree with you. He was, he was not on everybody's list and they wondered, and I'm sure people in the NFL circles know a little bit more about what happened as far as his exit out of Philadelphia. Uh, But they wondered commitment level. Uh, Can he do it? Can he do it again? You know, all those things. Yeah. And, And, who knows how long this will last, but there is no question that Doug Peterson is coming to Duval, and he has absolutely changed everything uh, on a dime, and, and he's made people feel a hell of a lot better about this football team and where it's going. That's for sure. Off the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, uh, don't discount the amount of points in that weather and against second-slash-third best defense in the league, which was only allowing 18 points per game. Go Jags. Uh, T-Law's balls are different. And it's the truth, dude. Uh, because that was a pretty good front, and we saw it right off the jump. And then let's also give a little credit to that offensive front, that even though there were times when plays broke down and and Lawrence needed to take off, and that run game wasn't always there the entire night, but yeah, in tough conditions against a very good defense, how did Walker Little hold up? Pretty good. I thought he played really well. Yeah. Actually. Pretty good. Jawan Taylor, let's give him a big old you know, high he five. He gutted it out, man. Yeah, because – he, he was – and uh, Mia, who will play a couple of her interviews later, she was talking about it just from you know, the, up there covering it that both Brandon Scherf and Juwan Taylor were gutting it out because they both had the injury. Scherf had to be taken off the field, go into the tent, and came back and was able to play. Got a little that was big. Had a little habit juice from that needle. Yeah. That's what he got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, to, they – look, they know right now – see, this this is the whole thing, too, is, is – they know they're in a run right now that's that's different. Mm-hmm. That's rare. They're not getting off the field. There's no way they're coming off the field. Mm-hmm. That's why I keep saying about, you know, you know, Hacker was talking about it, and Mike was talking about it today as well. You know, if the Texans lose one of the two games, I don't I don't even care about like sitting guys out for the next week. I get it. I understand the concept of it. Right. But no, man, you are on a roll right now. Just go out there, play your game, do your job. We're Just call. like I said last night, before the before the game yesterday when I was talking, I said yeah. Just go play. Right. Just go play, man. Everybody has their job. Everybody knows their assignment. Go play. Yeah, and, and, and Doug's probably preaching that mantra as much as anything because he just knows that he does have a good game plan. you got to execute. And these guys are all playing pretty damn hard uh, and, and pretty assignment smart right now. There's not a bunch of guys that are freelancing or making mistakes or anything like that. Look, we've, we've been through the run of penalties, poor decisions, you know, that type of thing. But for the most part, that stuff has been cleaned up. Jacksonville went a long time last night without a penalty and then had back-to-back penalties. Uh, but for the most part, they did play a lot of error-free football. So we're going to uh, dial up the phone uh, of Pete Mitchell. And and he's a guy who played up in that stadium. He knows all about that place, at least you know the Meadowlands, uh, with his time with the Giants, but also his time here in Duval. Talk a little bit about what he thought about that win last night and especially what Evan Ingram has been able to do. Uh, because it's huge, that's for sure. Uh, there are pictures coming in on the text line uh, with Frank Gore, a member of the Pride. Uh, so thank you, EJB, because uh, that dude still is getting it done. And then also a reference, uh, it would appear, uh, to a- another famous New Yorker, uh, which has Zach Wilson ties. <laughs> Might be Cougar related. Anyway, uh, all that is there. All right, let's, let's, let's say hello to one of our former Jaguars and a current resident of right here in Duval. Now. Another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line, brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah. Pete Mitchell joins us. What is up, bro? How are you? 
I'm doing great. How about you guys? We're Merry doing Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to man. you. I, I know you're probably, you know, if you're like any other cat out there, you're probably thinking, okay, what didn't I get my wife? And I better make sure I get it. You're probably thinking about shopping right now just a little bit, aren't you, Pete? I, just admit I, it. I just left the town center in traffic. <laughs> Is it nuts? Is it nuts? <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet traffic and everything is just nuts right now. And it stay, it, it, that, that's an avoid uh, area if you can. Oh God, at all costs, man. Yeah, if you've gotten all your shopping done. All right, now, Pete, what did you think about last night? You've played in that stadium. You know how tough it is to win up there. You know what the elements are like. Uh, it was a very good defense that Jacksonville was going up against. What, what was striking you? Yeah, I mean, I was impressed. It was it was fun to watch. I uh, we, we were entertaining, so I had kind of one eye on the TV and, and entertaining the other. But man, they mm-hmm. they look great. And it is, I'm telling you, playing up there in in weather like that is not easy, especially when you're you're not used to it. As a, you know, when I was with the Giants, it was it was an advantage for us when we had weather like that. In in, in that you know swirling winds, you really couldn't tell until they they showed the, the camera or the uh, the lights, right? How mm-hmm. bad the really weather was. So, Pete, ever since the ever since the bye week, and not including the Lions game, which is now clearly an anomaly, but it, it just looks like these guys don't get phased. And any problem, any adversity, any obstacle, they just keep playing. Would you agree? Yeah, with that? I, I do. I do. It's a progression, right? I mean, you got we had a pretty young team. Our, our, our you know our ultimate leader is a young young guy, and it takes time. It takes time to learn how to win. And, and uh, you know, Coach Coughlin talks about that all the time. You got to earn the right to win. And, got to learn how to win. I mean, you know, I, I found that the Lions as well because of Dan Campbell, the teammate, and grew up, growing up up there. And you know, I, I heard something earlier this year when he was asking Parcells, you know, how do you, how do you learn to win? And he basically told him, you just got to win. There's no, there's no secret uh, uh, recipe for it. You just got to keep winning. And the more you win, you figure it out. And uh, it's, it's a huge thing. And you know, confidence has a lot to do with it. We're talking with Pete Mitchell, former tight end for your Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and, and it, it's so funny when you think of – and I've said this uh, for a while now, Pete, and I don't know if you agree, but I've labeled Doug Peterson as the most professional hire this team has made since Tom Coughlin. Now, Coughlin didn't have professional NFL head coaching experience, but he was professional, and he was prepared, and he, and he had a plan. Would you agree Doug Peterson's the most professional guy they've hired since – TC. I, I I would agree. I, I would agree. And you're right about Tom. He was he was. I mean, January third, we knew what we were doing in November at 10 a.m. You know, it was that, he's that detailed. And, and Doug seems to be very similar. Different personality, of course, but uh, as far as preparation, you know, it, it, I think it was a perfect fit for for what this team needed. When you think of Doug Peterson, what do you think the potential is here? What 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 do you think? In other words, his playbook is awesome. They're figuring things out defensively, but what do you think is is the potential of him being here in Duval? Well, I think there's really no no limit on what we can do. I mean, he's out, he's won a Super Bowl, right? So you can't get much better than that. Um, so you know, you can't get much higher. So I mean, there's no reason we can't do that here in, in Jacksonville for sure. Pete, other than the obvious similarities that the two teams are getting hot, do you see any correlation between the '96 team? And this team right now? You know, that's a good question. Um, I, I haven't watched every single game this year, so it's hard for me to say. But, uh, you know, as, as we all know, right, as football fans, NFL fans, it, it, the team that's playing best in December and now January are, are the teams that are be dangerous. And, and that's kind of what we were in 96. Um, you know, we were such a young team. I mean, I think this team's probably got more experience, uh, better players probably. You know, I think uh, – we were we were kind of joke. We were always kind of the land of misfits um, that year in '96. Uh, we had some great players that became great players, but at the time, 
you know, beginning of the year in 96, not many people knew who Jimmy Smith was. Right. Uh, and Keenan McCardle was a, you know, an, an interesting pickup, but not like the free agent that everybody was talking about at the time. So, uh, but I, I do, it's exciting. You know, I mean, the, the feel is kind of similar to what it was back then. And, and the city's the city is, is, you know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, when you win here in Jacksonville, and unfortunately we haven't done a lot of it, but I mean, it was, it was amazing the first four or five years here. Yeah. Yeah, it was. What about Ingram? I mean, this guy is, is making it almost impossible to let him walk. I, I, I love what I'm seeing. I knew that, you know, at some point Peterson was going to make the tight end a big part of his plans. What do you think of Ingram? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm loving it. I'm loving it recently, and and, and obviously as a, a former Giant, I'm, I'm a Giant fan, and so was very frustrated with him as a player all those years. He seemed to drop more than he caught, and, and that was kind of the when we signed him down here. I got some calls from some people up there, were like, good, you know, good luck with with Evan. Hopefully he he catches more than he drops, but he's listen, mate. You know, he's he's evolved. He's grown up, and uh, and so you know, re- really excited for him. And it was fun watching that last night. You, you could see that they're now designing plays for him. Right, and and that's what you know, that Kansas City does for Kelsey and some of these great uh, tight ends. So it's exciting to see those type of plays develop and him, and you know, make the catch and make the play and, and even get a bunch of yards after the catch. Pete, how difficult is it as a as a player to not scoreboard watch in these situations? And I understand this team is just literally you win, you're in. But but how difficult is it to not not see? Okay, this is what the Titans are doing. This is what we got. Well, it it is difficult, but I tell you what, man, that that was so much fun. And you you got to be you got to have the right mindset, right? You can scoreboard watch, but you can't let it affect the way you're playing on the field. Um, but I, I remember, you know, '96, watching the scoreboard, seeing what the you know what the other teams were doing, to see where we were at by the end of our game against the Falcons. Um, but it's listen, if you're not scoreboard watching in December, it means you're not in the playoffs, and, and so it's, it's exciting to do it. But you got to have the right sort of uh, you know maturity of a team to be able to do it. Yeah, it is the truth, and we're going to find out where they go, and I'm not even looking for certain things to fall a certain way, but it is good news, Pete, that Tennessee is without a healthy Ryan Tannehill, and so they're going to, at the very least, they may be able to kick the door open for Jacksonville to walk through it. I don't know if you look at betting lines, but you know it's it's basically plus, a plus 110, I believe, three to two odds that Jacksonville is going to make the postseason based on how the Jaguars are playing and how Tennessee is having to deal with injuries. Yeah, I mean that is it's a it's a good thing, obviously, right? But the one thing that hopefully that they're stressing down in, in the stadium is that don't don't let that determine how you're prepared for the game. And you, you almost got to play like you got to win them all. Mm-hmm. And even even if Tennessee loses this week, you know not, nothing could be more frustrating than yeah, you're, you maybe you lock a spot in, but then you lose that last game of the season to Tennessee. And you limp into the playoffs rather than, than really playing hard and playing well and, and finishing with a, a nice win streak going into the, into the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Listen, dude, thanks for jumping in. Uh, I know you're hyped just like everybody else, especially uh, with the, the, the Jaguar chatter that's out there. Uh, it makes it, I'm guessing, a little more fun uh, to be a former Jag. All right, now, what are you, a Christmas ham, a Christmas uh, roast, a Christmas goose? What are you uh, with we're, the uh, Mitchell clan? We're going with some fillets this year. We're changing oh, it up. Nice. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we're doing some grilling out. It's going to be chilly out, but we're yeah. going to grill out and, uh, and and make some fillets. I love it. I love it. All right, man. Merry Christmas. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, Thanks, Pete. Pete Mitchell. Maverick, uh, former Jacksonville Jaguar. Tomahawk Still making steaks. his home right here. Tomahawk steaks. Yeah. 
What's that? Tomahawk steaks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you, you can't go. Is that what you're going with? Oh, yeah. Really? That's what it's all about. Okay. I, I, I love the tomahawk ribeye. Those you are, cannot go wrong with tomahawk. Those are awesome. And so what's, it's so funny because I was talking to um, Safe Harbor yesterday and went and got some lump crab meat yep. because, you know, Hyla comes in from Nash Vegas and she's wanting just some of, you know, the what TLD does best, and that's just create great meals and crab cakes along with maybe a filet or whatever on Christmas Day will be great. Tonight, they'll be making meatballs, sausage and pepper, nice. all for the Christmas Eve nice. celebrations. That's just going to be uh, Italian through and through uh, tomorrow night, which will be awesome. That's just, you know the- Just sear that bad boy on high for like a minute on each side. Oh, yeah. Get a good salt and pepper crust on it, sear it on high either side for a minute. Get it off the heat. Incondes- you know, get it away from the heat, mm. close the lid, walk away for like 20 minutes, come back, it's oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I, listen, I'm, I'm all about that uh, uh, red meat. That's for sure. It's oh. awesome. JJ, you're going Italian. I think uh, the uh, La Selva. Oh, Christmas Eve, we always do heavy Italian food. Yeah. Um, like? Christmas, I don't know, whatever John plans. Yeah. Um, it's always different. Yeah. I think last year we did shells. There's always meatballs. There's always sausage. Sure. Of course. Shells yeah. are always a winner. Too, yes. Right? Um, manicotti we did for also Thanksgiving, actually, this also. year. Oh, okay. um, we're doing, I think we're doing prime rib oh, for wow. Christmas or yeah. something like that. Are oh, we wow. the only people in the building right now? Because I see Did all they the, turn lights the lights off. off? They yeah, the, the hours, the, they, they shut it down at noon. Yeah. We've that's been why, the only people. That's why they were all down, man. That's why they we were, were all, here for you, Jacksonville. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, that's why they were all waving by. I'll be here till 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, waving by to us. J.J. will be here. Exactly. You know, The sun will go down, and he will still be here. All right, so we are here to celebrate Christmas with, with all of you. And uh, we did have some heavy metal Christmas suggestions. Yeah, so we we'll, have a lot of them, actually. Yeah, so we'll try and work as many that. of those in as we can. Uh, but you can definitely hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures with your holiday heavy metal uh christmas song suggestion uh we'll play some of the christmas movies off the uh, text line they're asking for a dewan smoot injury update it, it, we don't have one we'll right have one now yeah. uh, we were talking with geo uh in the game last night and the, the scary thing if you didn't see the dewan smoot play you can go back and probably find it on google somewhere youtube that type of thing but it was basically he's down in the middle of the defensive front he goes to explode into the lineman, and his his goes down like a sack his Achilles. Potatoes. It looks like yeah. it's Achilles. Looks like Achilles. Just yeah. completely gave out on him. He didn't even make contact with the offensive lineman before he was on his way to the ground, and it was a hell of a thing. You hate seeing that. Uh, you hate seeing it for anybody, but you also hate seeing it for a guy that it's not like he has these big contracts that that has all this guaranteed money. He is one of the you might describe him as just you know an NFL survivor plays above his head at least what people view him talent wise the guy's played his butt off for this football he's team a, he's the entire a, time that he's been here he's a great jaguars what he is because yeah. he's he hustles he doesn't take plays off he makes plays when he's yeah. out there on the field he's a great team guy man yeah. how could you not oh like a gosh. guy like that yeah and so I, I i hate it and 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 it wasn't unlike at least the look of it that he didn't make contact with another player a lot like James Robinson last oh, yeah. year, before he ever even got to the line, that's when his went. To, uh, you know, that was December twenty sixth. Barely even wow. any contact, because yeah. I, th- I think when he actually got out of his stance, it it popped. So yeah, this is the latest like yeah. uh, from Rappaport. This was an hour ago. Okay, uh, Dwayne Dwayne Smoot is feared to have torn his Achilles in last night's win over the Jets. Um, he's been an interior force for them, one of the best defensive linemen. He's getting an MRI this morning. So yeah. if Rappaport goes with that. It's probably it. Yeah. 
I, I, I hate it. I, I really do. But you know, And there are certain guys, like I said, I'm not rooting uh, or I, I'm not more upset about one guy versus the other. But this, right. this guy, you would describe him, uh, you know, as a, as a Duval giant. I mean, this guy has played bigger than maybe what people expected of him. And look, we can go back and we can take a look at these draft grades. And, and he was, what, a third rounder, I believe. Uh, he oh, is third or fourth. Yeah. He has played one of the two. Yeah. Well above. He's gotten that next contract. He certainly is deserving of it. He has been a rotational player that is very important. He's not a guy that is just taking up snaps to give the other guy uh, no, a rest. But, no. But this is where, like, if you're Chase on, mm-hmm. I mean, this is it, man. Now was the time. Yeah. Now was the time to do something. Yeah. Here's his spot now. Seize the moment. Seize and, the moment, man. Because if not, I don't know why he's even on the team next year. Right. I mean, he's. I'm, my guess would be they're going to cut him. If, if, like, if he does nothing well, in this opportunity, why would you keep him next yeah, year? Oh, I agree. But it, it, the shame of it is, is that you, you drafted him and you wanted to see as much as you could. He actually made a couple plays last week against Dallas. He almost got to Dak. Uh, yeah, with, with yeah that. a couple pressures. I mean, he was right there with, pressures, yeah. with the pick yeah. out of the end zone to Rayshon Jenkins. By the way, Logs, Jeff Logaman, who is part of our radio broadcast right. and, you know, very, very central in terms of everything that you hear Jaguars programming-wise, um, said no contact whatsoever from watching the film. So he's already yeah, punched in so. the 22. And it didn't look like he yeah. got to him, so I'm glad yeah. that Logs uh, texted and said that because that's really – it scares the, the heck out of you that that you're trying to create all that upward force so you can strike that yeah, offensive Yeah, it literally looked like he, he was getting out of his stance and then yeah. bang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sucks. It, it really does for him. I, I, I hate it. Going like into said. free agency too mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? It's time for Chase on to step up, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's a cliche, but at the end of the day, go do something, man. This is this team's in a playoff run, right, right? This is your opportunity. Get out there and make a play. You know, a couple things defensively, real quick before we get to the one o'clock hour. I love the fact that Mike Caldwell drew up uh, opportunities for Dre Cisco and others to go get the quarterback. That was a big first big drive. The first drive of the game. Yeah, yeah. a, a, a huge, a, a Stonesy type of call. And a huge moment. Now, look, they weren't necessarily looking at Zach Wilson say he could he could cut us up True. throwing the football. But after a turnover, a short field for the Jets to maybe take control of this game early with a seven-pointer instead of a three-pointer, to, to dial that up and for Dre to, Cisco to get home and hit him and pop him pretty good, it was awesome to see. The thing is, Joseph, with a lot of those coaches, and, and I don't know if this is Mike Caldwell or not, mm-hmm. they don't do it till they see it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So they 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 panic about doing trying something like that because what if it's always the what if. Mm-hmm. But if you got a guy that can run like Cisco, that's athletic and is a big dude and yeah. can bring a punch yeah. like Cisco, I think now that they showed it and it happened and he was successful, you're going to see more of it now mm-hmm. because now he's seen it and it's different now. Now once you see it, it's a lot different than thinking, all right, well maybe we can bring Dre off the edge, maybe right. we can do this or maybe we can do that. Now you've seen it. And Devin Lloyd able to pick that that. Pass off right before the half. There were Played few, better yesterday, yeah, too. Exactly. And, and, and the only thing I was, and again, I, I don't know why I entered the uh, I'm a little worried, Josie, instead of, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, the, the eternal you were optimist. totally worried last night. But I was freaking a little bit last <laughs> night. But anyway, when he, when he goes to lateral to Cisco, I'm like, dude, do not do that. Do they not. had a plan. You could tell that. Oh, right? yes, they did. Because, yeah. because, yes, they did. Because Cisco and Tyson Campbell were upset. Like they were upset at each other. They mm-hmm. definitely had. Some kind of plan to do that, yeah. which is I think is really cool. Yeah. Well, I, you just don't want to see something like what happened with the uh, Patriots and, and who was the Patriots and Raiders, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't want to see something like that. No. <laughs>
No, you don't. That's the first thing I was thinking of. All right, we head into the uh, 1 o'clock hour. we got to roll through the uh, playoff scenarios, the other things that you need to have happen uh, for your football team here in Duval to take care of business, to lock down the AFC South, to make sure that they make it into the postseason no matter what. Uh, so we'll give you some of those scenarios in the AFC and then also you know, the, the, the big picture. Uh, but also, you can hit the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures with some heavy metal Christmas suggestions. Now, Whistle Britches comes in with Battalion of Saints, Jingle Bells, Rockarama. I guarantee that's good. Yeah, so Never that's probably it, pretty good. I guarantee good. it's good. And then there's even a Twisted Christmas suggestion. Oh, yeah, I gave that one to JJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. A Twisted Christmas from Twisted Sister. I will happily take that. All right, big hair, heavy metal. Uh, thanks to First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Thanks for hanging out with us. Merry Christmas to everybody, all you Nooners, all you 1010XLers. Uh, we're all one big happy family. So Merry Christmas, and everybody make sure you, you, you get around your family, you get around your friends, and, and you have some fun. Who the heck are you? Okay. What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. Why, of course I am. <laughs> if you're Santa, what song did I sing for you on your birthday this year? Happy birthday, of course. <laughs> So, uh, how old are you, son? Four. You're a big boy. What's your name? Paul. And uh, what can I Paul, get you for Christmas? Don't tell him what you want. He's a liar. Let the kid talk. You disgust me. How can you live with yourself? Just cool it, Zippy. You sit on a throne of lies. It's a big hair, heavy metal Friday on XL Primetime. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply, where metal raises the roof on quality. Love it. You know, D. Snyder loves sports, by the way. We should get him on on a Friday, seriously. Awesome. He's a huge sports fan. Yeah? Yeah, we should get him on on a Friday. Who would have thought that you could turn, oh, come all you faithful <laughs> Into a rock ballad. Uh, for but you hear some more coming. That is just awesome. That is just awesome. Oh, yeah. Big Hair Heavy Metal Friday. Uh, everybody's probably out and about looking at their lists, trying to check it twice and make sure they got everything done. Uh, but we appreciate you hanging out with us. It's funny because uh, we're looking at this game. We're talking about everything that has come out of it, uh, all the good that has come out of it. Duval in December, which, by the way, we were pretty stoked last night, pregame. Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football XL Prime Time went real prime time. We made it on. Uh, it was a. It was a. It was a quick blip. I, and it, what I said happened happened. Yeah. It, Not was, all of the hosts of XL Prime Time were shown or heard. Yep. There was uh, one Matt Hayes missing from the entire intro. And, uh, Not only that, I thought I crushed it when they were here. You did. But you, I, I don't know how it happened, but you ended up on, on, on the cutting room floor. It uh, happens, man. Yeah. TLD, the lovely Diane, was just so stoked that I, I made it on a- Amazon Prime. You did. So yeah. Joe has a recording on his phone of yeah. this. Yeah. It, and it, in the background, when he pops up on the screen, you hear some women in the background. <laughs> Very excited. I love how Joe tried to make me feel better, too. You're on yeah. TV all the time, though. Yeah, you, yeah, you have a blue check mark. <laughs> You're a national columnist. <laughs> but it was fun. It was cool. NFL Films came in earlier this week uh, and spent about, what, 20 minutes with us. And, and so we didn't know exactly how long it would be. Anyway, they took the uh, flagship uh, radio stations with the talk radio from both New York and, and from here in Jacksonville and popped us on, which was pretty neat. I, I loved it. But leading up to the game, you're, you're taking a look at all the possibilities. And there's no doubt about it that 
the number one versus number two NFL draft picks from last year, Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson, was on the minds of many. And there's no doubt in my mind that Trevor Lawrence didn't have it on his brain. Because let's go back. We mentioned this yesterday before the game. Week 16 this year and week 16 last year, these two teams played one another. Jacksonville came up on the short end of that last year. It was an ugly game last year. It was was completely uh, embarrassing uh, in a lot of ways on the defensive side of the ball because of what Zach Wilson was able to do and what Michael Carter was able to do. Uh, Both of those cats went off. 91 yards rushing from Zach Wilson last year, and and he probably was, you know, at that point thinking, I just got over on the number one pick. Look how much has changed for both of these guys. One one guy going in the wrong direction and this guy here locally going in the right direction. Hey, if – if things work out the way that they're supposed to work out, mm-hmm. you could have the last three number one overall picks in the wild card game here. Yeah, you could have the Jags hosting the Bengals, and you got Trevor, Trayvon, mm-hmm. and, and and Joey, Joey Burrow. B. Yeah, it, it's something else. I, it, of the teams that I don't want to see, that's one of them. Right, and we'll find out. It could it could flip where Cincy's kind of on a nice roll right now, especially coming from seventeen down to beat Tampa. Yeah, you like, could get a rematch with the Chargers. You could get yeah. the Chargers or the, or the, or Ravens, the Ravens, even right? Or you the want the Ravens badly. That's the one you want yes. more than anything else. Why? Uh, well, because you've oh, handled them. They don't scare me. Yeah, you've handled them, and you and Lamar. We're talking about like a Lamar factor right now. I, I guarantee you, he's thinking right now. Why didn't I do that deal heading into the season? It may not have been exactly what he wanted, but the one thing about his craft is he is going to put his body in harm's way. I don't, honestly, I don't think this team gives a damn who they play. If they're no, the, no, but still. They they you would rather care, play just, the weakest just, team. Yeah. yeah, but I, I don't – I mean, fan, I mean yeah, once you're in the playoff, though, who's the weak team in the playoffs? Okay, Ravens. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but, but every but you're in the playoff, man. Now it's different. It's different. Football but you don't want to play Herbert. Yeah. A healthy Herbert right now is so hot. I mean, like like Joe said, the the Bengals are so hot. Like you don't want to. And the other thing is, is matchups wise. Yeah, I, I want to play Matt, the best team. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You can hey, you can keep dreaming. I want I want to play the team that's the most beatable and beat them. That's what I want. But if you think about it, see where you are, man. Play yeah. the good teams. Well, I understand that, but matchups are everything. And against a, a talented passing offense like what Cincinnati has that took them to the Super Bowl last year, and the Chargers, when they are lit, they are lit. And you compare that to Baltimore, and you ha- you know where your your targets are that you've got to handle. And I would much rather take that on. And, and this goes to Coach Campo's comment all the time, matchups, 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 and this team matches up better against Baltimore than it does some of those passing teams. And, you know, Logs pointed this out a minute ago, and I love it, Jeff Lagerman, who breaks down the tape, and, and he said, you know, think of what the yardage has been in the distribution of yardage and passes and targets that have gone to three different guys in particular. This is not excluding Marvin Jones, but we know who the, you know, the, the high watermarks right course, now for, yeah. for Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, and Christian Kirk are huge. They threw a stat out last night. I believe this is the only team in the National Football League that has three – receivers, be it tight ends, you know, whomever, wide receivers, tight ends, just pass catchers. Yards, yeah. Yeah. That have had that have reached that threshold. Yeah. And and that that's, that's And a, you've got a thousand yard back who, oh by the way, can also catch the ball out of the yeah. backfield. And that's massive in terms of defensive game plans. Have to account for all those guys. Yeah, I mean you guys are telling you know you don't want to face Herbert. 
You think they want to face this offense right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I, I think you can look at this one with a little fear. That's the beautiful thing about what is happening. But I'm just simply saying you want to look at the best matchup possible. That's the one you want to invite you know, into Duval. That's just how, I'm, you know, so how, how I would We talked about it. this earlier this week. Think about this again now. Their receivers last year were Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chanel, and Treadwell. Mm-hmm. Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. Their, their tight end was who? Uh, it was uh, fill in the blank. It was Dan Arnold, but it was fill in the blank. You know, for for a Dan lot Arnold, of man and he ended up getting hurt, and 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 so yeah, there was there was nothing that you would look at on a. That's on, like I mean, think think about that. Yeah, there was nothing. And you, you asked this guy to succeed. You asked yeah. the number one overall pick to succeed with Marvin. No offense, Marvin. Marvin Jones, Chanel, and Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, yeah, and they're, we're talking about guys that were either at the bottom of, of rosters or not making rosters. You know, look, as, as popular as Laquan Treadwell was in that locker room, he was battling back from a massive knee injury and was never really quite the same. He was a very popular yes. teammate. Tough guy, yeah. try-hard guy, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But, but there's, you know, the, this team at that point had to accept what they had, and now they've got more playmakers, and Christian Kirk is – as well as he was paid to come into Duval, he's not the only thing going on in the passing game. By the that, way, that Zay, Zay Jones has made a lot of people take notice, and so has Evan Ingram for that matter. So for, for 15 minutes last night during the pregame, we had to hear about Sauce Gardner mm-hmm. and how he's going to be a future Hall oh, of yeah. Famer. Did you see what Evan Ingram did to him? Well, abused. Did you see him get off the line and then run away from Sauce yeah. Gardner? Yeah. Abused. That's a tight end. Yeah. And, and he is a really – Quick, elusive guy. Doesn't have the biggest size. That was man size. coverage. That was not zone coverage, by the way. Yeah. That was complete head-up man coverage. Doesn't have the biggest size tight end-wise, but that's what he is. He is a move tight end. And off the text line designed by Lifetime of Closure, Sauce couldn't stop Ingram, and, and they were loving it. And that's that's the thing. As most Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit were saying last night, most people throw away from Sauce. They were going right at him. Yeah, this is the great thing about what you're talking about is that Doug Peterson has a, has a play sheet. And has has personnel where he's not going to ignore one side of the field. He's going to attack all areas where he thinks he can have success. I wouldn't say they went right at him. I mean, no, they I had like either. three completions to wide receivers they, the entire the, the night. First, the first two drives of the game, they threw at him twice. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying After the that, fumble, the next two drives they threw at him twice. Kirk had three catches and uh, Zay had one. Right, but the tight end was where they were. That that's where, I get it. That's where they I'm were just going. saying it's not like Sauce had a terrible night. They weren't exactly throwing to him every time. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I we made a concerted effort I just to know throw the s- to the tight end, and even ETN had a good amount of catches. Yeah. I just know that Sauce was on the line. They were in bump, and he got destroyed yes. on that play. Yeah. And destroyed. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't happen very often that a tight end will run away from a premier <laughs> cornerback. And, 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 and I like the fact that a little NFL knowledge, especially in Evan Ingram's case, in tough conditions, on how to, how to work yeah, a rookie, there, yeah. that's what he did. He worked a rookie. And, and ETN has become a very valuable piece of this offensive puzzle because he can do so many things for you. He's proven that he can run inside, just take care of the football. He's proven that he can break outside, obviously has some speed, uh, where, where his pass-catching ability is also being showcased. Let, let, let me ask you something. When did, it, when did it become okay in the NFL to hold one arm of a receiver? On a deep ball. It's, uh, when, it's, it's, it's like every week I see it, well, and it never gets called. Here's what's classic, okay? It's, been, it's become an evolution of the, the, the officiating on whether they want to throw a flag or not, right? They literally yeah. allow them to hold an arm down. Yeah. Well, they allow, they allow a lot of hand fighting. 
That's number one, which I, I don't mind at all because we've seen more and more of that. Because I don't mind hand fighting either. Yeah. I, I do mind like actually hooking an arm. Oh, I know. Here's what's classic. If an official is on the opposite side of where you're holding the arm, they're less likely to throw the flag. Well, right. why? Because they can't see can't it. See sure. It, right. What about the other officials that are on the right. field? Okay. What about the them? back judge? Yes. Yeah, exactly. What about them? Because I love how it's explained away. Well, he wasn't able to see that. And then they go, now they will actually allow, more often than not, they will allow you to grab one, out, one arm like you're talking about. If it doesn't move the whole body, they'll, they'll let it go. Right, but let you it go. can't move the arm up to try and make a catch. Yeah. That's impeding well, I, the trying, ability to make a catch, right. I'm which is what pass interference is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the play last night, who it was, and it might have been Sauce on Ingram. I'm just trying to remember it. No, it was Reed on, um, oh, it was Reed. It on was Reed. Marvin Jones. And he never turned. Exactly. It was down the left side And he line. literally had his arm on yeah. Marvin Jones' arm. And, and he never turned around. And there was no flag. No flag whatsoever. But it's, I'm right. not just talking about Jags games. I see it oh, every week in games across the all board. over the NFL. Yeah, They're yeah. literally allowing guys to hold arms. Yeah, it, it is across the board. All right, so uh, you can hit the pop-off line, make it your Modelo moment. Uh, we uh, certainly looking back and loving what happened last night. Where do they go from here? If you're fired up, you can hit the pop-off line at 207-7071, taking song suggestions as we get ready for the holidays. I got a funky fact coming up uh, with Christmas football uh, that you'll appreciate, but I know you appreciate more than anything else what you're seeing in the teal and black of your Jacksonville Jaguar. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Cheapskate. Hey, I'm going to give you to the count of 10 to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten. A lovely cheese pizza just for me. Heavy Metal Friday, brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Knowledge, service, selection since 1998. All right, what do we got? You got to be talking, right? Yeah, it is. Talking. And and who said Santa was against the amp way back in the day? You know, (laughs) just go ahead and bring it up to the North Pole, and let's crank out. Some heavy metal holiday tunes. I do love it. I do love it. Well, your your favorite kids' Christmas show that or or every year you were making sure that you were going to watch it. What was what was your favorite one? Can you guys remember? Because all right, well, I Home mean, Alone's I mean, definitely. Are we talking movies? No, or just, no, 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 no. Just like those shows. Kids all right, so oh, like the clay, claymation ones. Yeah, yeah, the original animated Grinch. I still watch yeah, that. It's only too. twenty minutes. Get it's it awesome. over and done with. Yeah, it's, the original Grinch. And then the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer also with Yukon Cornelius. Also a classic. Yeah. And, and and what was the the little kid that wanted to become a dentist, uh, didn't want to be an elf anymore. Anyway, the land of misfit toys. Uh as as Pete Mitchell mentioned it earlier and Yeah. I think Leon, that he just got the job as a dentist for the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I think he <laughs> <laughs> But but this team here in ninety six was considered, you know, a bunch of misfit toys because it was just a collection. Uh, and and Circe has said it a bunch, and Pete said it, and so anyway, I always love uh, the land of misfit toys and 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 Yukon Cornelius and uh, the abdominal snowman and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm sure there's some good ones 
And then, of course. I was never a Frosty fan. Mm-hmm. No? Never a Frosty fan, no. So the, the little ones, uh, Emmy and Libby, were watching Frosty the Snowman last night, and uh, they, they were digging a little bit. But I, I, I was okay with it, but it wasn't at the top of the list. You know, why, sure. you know why I didn't? Because, like, you know, he melted. At the end of the day, it's very sad. At the end of the day, even if you're a kid, you realize that, you know, a magic hat's not going to keep him yeah. melting. Like the sun's sea. coming out, especially yeah. if you grew up in Florida. Right. You grew up in Florida, you grew up on the beach like I did. You, mm-hmm. The sun's coming out. I've never made a snowman in my whole life. Oh, yeah. We did in Kansas as, as kids. Never? Yeah. Well, no, I never had the opportunity. Yeah. You've seen snow, though, haven't you? Yeah, as right. a, but as an adult. Like, I didn't really see snow until I was in my 20s, By which the is way, strange need, to say. You need a bunch of snow to make a snowman. And the snow that, yeah. we've, that we've seen around here, is, it, it never stayed on the ground long enough. Although 89 has stayed on the ground. Yeah, yeah. but You could have uh, made one in 89 here. Like uh, Hyla Dang. up in, in Nashville, she would she would make the snowman whenever it snowed big time, and she'd put the 1010XL uh, beanie hat on top of it nice. just to represent. One of my there. friends in Cincinnati right now just sent me a video. It's like minus five, walking the dog, oh. and the dog has like mittens on mm-hmm. and a coat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's real, bro. Yeah. I'm well, serious, real, real man. The dumb. streets are no; those streets are. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, saying, it's cold living to there. Yeah, to me, that's just dumb to live there. But. So I, I to just, each his own. Well, that yeah, yeah, definitely. I just walked out uh, outside of the building, and it's beautiful sunshine. It's it's probably sixty degrees or something like that. I'm wearing shorts, and and I'm telling you, it's beautiful right now. And I'm thinking, all right, this is the warmest it's going to be because apparently it's rain is coming in. Yeah. And it's going to get down into the. 20s or whatever. 20s tomorrow and ev- morning. Everyone's flipping and tripping uh, because we're not used to the cold. Uh, I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. But we're like questions are being entertained out there right now, either at the bar or a- at the house. Do we need to run the water? Do we need to make sure that we have a dripping faucet? Actually, so great our pipes question, won't freeze. This we is should have, we should have our plumbers. Yeah, but this is this is what happens. Everybody's when, a rolling reeski. Like on warm, or does it matter? Or? Just like let it drip a little bit, just so it's running. Just yeah. constantly. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's going to be in the twenties for how long? How many hours? Five, six hours? Yeah, but I think it's a little bit of a, a urban legend. I really. It's do. not an urban legend. It's not around here. It is maybe around here, but yeah. where it's like. You know, up north where it's really cold. Yeah. If you're in an urban legend about it, bro. Yeah. If you're in an older house and you have old PVC piping or old copper piping, which is going way back, right? Then you need to run your faucet. You got now, and, and again, maybe the plumbers would educate us on this, but you got QVC plumbing, uh, uh, plumbing which I think is what it's called, Pexco or CPVC, yeah, whatever it's, like it's the, called. It's like the hard, yeah. bendable plastic. Yeah, it's yeah, a gray yeah. instead of a yeah. white, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and it just. You'd, it would have to freeze for a long time for something like that to happen. I'm very offended by someone on the text line, uh, 463. Mm-hmm. Christmas gonna... music sucks so bad it's not even good as rock or metal. I love Christmas so do music. I, yeah, me man. too. Me too. Me you too. know what? I'm going to text Roland Reese right now yeah. and ask him, okay? <laughs> All right. Fuel Man from the north side uh, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Just wait until Lawrence is throwing to Ridley, Kirk, Jones, Ingram, and ETN plus a top wide, end, uh, wide receiver, tight end, uh, that they may take out of the draft. He said the future is bright. That's what most fans are thinking right now. Uh, as we were just mentioning some of the numbers that we were throwing out there with uh, over 700 yards, uh, Logs pointed out that Chris, Christian Kirk's going to reach his career high. Zay's all, Zay Jones has already reached his career high. Evan Ingram already reached his career high. And so the m- multiple weapons and throw in Calvin Ridley next year it's just going to make Trevor just – he's going to feel like it's Christmas every time he rolls out on Sunday because he's got options, he's got playmakers, 
and these guys have come up. Zay Jones has come up bigger than I don't think any Jacksonville Jaguar fan would have forecast. And Evan Ingram, you had a question mark next to his name, but you also now have some stats next to his name. <laughs> you got to pay him, man. Yeah, yeah. I and, mean, unless you're going to get Michael Mayer or, or another tight end high in the draft, which I don't know why you would mm-hmm. do that, you got to pay him. He's a proven commodity. Uh, I have to apologize to EJ. He did correct me on one thing. Uh, he shot us a picture of uh, Frank Gore uh, and what I thought might have been the, the, the Cougar uh, love interest of one Zach Wilson. And EJ did correct me that that was uh, well, that was Herb State that night up in, in Ohio. I, Same thing. I, I apologize, EJ. I should have been smarter than that. Uh, good call. People are also questioning your your pipes. Knowledge. I yeah. just texted Roland Reach. I'll get I'll get the answer from somebody, the guy who knows. Okay? okay, someone says you need a drip. An, you need to drip the exterior pipes. The exterior, right. right? If you can't turn them off, you in all caps do not need to run anything interior. I totally agree. Right, right. Totally okay. agree. but it's the exterior where where the also the main shutoff is yeah. as well. Well, here's the here's the someone thing. also okay. says Joe's about to cost people thousands in plumbing expenses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, how about your water bill? Yeah, and all this. And then and the other thing yeah, is Yeah, but you'll thank him, all right? When your neighbor hits freezes up and everything blows. Yeah, you'll but thank Joe. But like everything like you, if these pipes are freezing, have you heard of city water that's coming into your house? Okay, it's it's freezing too. So anyway, Hyla's up in Nashville. She's in an old apartment at this time last year and they're water tank and everything froze because it's on the outside it's a uh, poorly insulated apartment yeah, yeah. building so like i said if it's old pipes and all that kind of stuff you got to worry about it you got to worry about outside walls if you have old ones yes but other than that you're you're good to go good to go i mean th- honestly i'm with you on not, this i'm not like jj i'm not i'm running around with my head to it's say, not I'm gonna with freeze you. For i don't forever. even dude i live in an apartment if my pipes burst that's on them <laughs> i don't care anything about that stuff yeah. i'll be gone yeah yeah, Someone exactly. says the only reason you need to let your sink run is if you have pipes in the area that are going to be exposed to the extreme heat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like underneath your house or in a crawl space. Yeah, there you go. See? That's some knowledge. They drop I'm, some I'm, knowledge I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the weather right now and it hits below freezing at eleven PM and it doesn't come above below freezing until until noon the next day. Right. And we think That's this thirteen is, hours. Right. We think this is our, our version of a blizzard. I mean, people are putting up with this everywhere else and and they don't have the water running for their pipes all the right, time. Right, but it is. I mean, the re- it's look, yeah. man. The reality is, you're going 13 hours sub freezing. Yeah, yeah. So what? All uh, right. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, like I'll give you these temperatures right now. If Roland's not deep into his Christmas celebrating, he's going to test me back. I guarantee you. Okay. How about this? I got to give you these numbers, and this is uh, around the country. I believe this would be with the Sunday game. No, actually the. Uh, Saturday games. These are the wind chill temperatures. Okay, game time wind chill temperatures that are forecast for this weekend. Buffalo and Chicago up in the Windy City, minus 20 degrees. Raiders at Pittsburgh, minus 9 degrees. (laughs) New Orleans at Cleveland and Seattle at Kansas City, both of them minus 17 degrees. Did you say Buffalo at Chicago? What's that one? Uh, Chicago's minus 20. And then minus Atlanta what does at that Baltimore. Even mean? Atlanta at Baltimore is going to be four degrees, and Houston up in Tennessee is going to be minus six in the windshield. And we're worried about our pipes Dude, freezing. I, my buddy lives in Evanston, which is right outside Chicago. Yeah, it was the wind chill last night, negative thirty-one. Yeah, I just. Uh, I, By I, the way, if the Bills were playing this this weekend, they're home. expecting thirty to thirty-four inches of snow. <laughs> you know what I don't like most about the winter? I'll just be honest. The thing I don't like most about it 
is that it's driving some of those other people up there down here. That's what I don't like about it because then they're coming in here and trying to take our, 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 our space up a little bit more. Because how do you put up with those brutal winners year after year after year? Oh, my gosh. I'd go lots of drinking, lots it's, of staying I can tell you this. I, 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 can't, I could do one of those. <laughs> there was, I like there, to drink outside, though. I can tell yeah. you this. There was, I was in one blizzard up, up north this was a while ago at yeah. my in-laws' house. And I can remember opening the back door, okay? Mm-hmm. And this is no joke. Mm-hmm. And it's just nothing but snow. Like, yeah, you can't see out. In. It's just literally snow. I just, I, I would go bananas. I, I would just go. People do. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Salsa Chris on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures has got a great meme. Floridians facing Cat 5 Hurricane. It's like uh, the, uh, the movie 300 uh, with uh, Spartans. Uh, and then facing sub-freezing, sub-freezing temperatures, and it's uh, the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. All right, the certified plumber on that the text line. That is accurate, Salsa Chris. The certified plumber on the text line says, any exposed pipe needs to be draining from the nearest faucet. Yeah, outside. Exposed. And also some of those older types of material. And for, you know, like we're talking about, mm-hmm. the length of time that we go over longer than what we're talking I'm about. with you, bro. Believe me. Yeah. All right, listen. Also, 994 on the text sign, uh-huh. Yankee, go home. She is actually home. Mm-hmm. She's uh-huh. at home, so she's not on the show today. Now, yeah, she's up in Jersey, <laughs> which, by the way, we'll get to a couple of her interviews coming up here in just a second. She's not even here. She's taking, yeah, taking collateral heat. damage. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just joking. He's not referring to me. Okay. Uh, Misso from the west side, I've personally had my plumbing lines freeze in my home in Jacksonville, and it was replumbed in the 90s. So that's really the key is that that, those, that, that old school stuff, one of my first houses that we built back in the '90s, right? And I had to dig. I was the I was the the grunt laborer for Jerry Graff back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I've, I was cutting deals left and right. I was a glass man, and and I was cutting deals. And so anyway, I'd do all of Jerry's work, and he'd come over, and he's like, "You dig those ditches, and I'll plumb your house." And, and I'll never forget it because that was one of the first, it was whatever CPVC or QPVC, whatever it is. But you said you do not have to worry about these freezing. Under the slab. Now, if they're exposed. Wait a second. So, so you dug the ditch from the street I dug to your house and all then all through, the other ditches? All through the house. Every bit of Shovel it. by hand. With a shovel by hand. You didn't and, use an excavator? By the way, and by the way, that man was a technician as a plumber. You were not shortcutting it. Of course. Uh, you were not shortcutting it. Well, you can't on that, man. Yeah. No way. You were, you, were, you were making sure it was right. And then after that, me and the, my, my deputy neighbors, we dug all of our irrigation and put our sprinkler systems in. That was you, one of the did, hardest hey, jobs. Did I've he make you done. backfill after? After? He oh yeah, oh yeah. I was, I was for the guy that laid the block. I was his laborer for the guy who plumbed the house, I, and for the tile you guy. Yeah, help digging the I was Mr. ditches, oh, didn't you? No, dude. I, I by no. yourself. Yeah, I can, I can honestly say that I'm gonna have to get TLD to. Confirm oh, she'll this. back it up. All right. She'll the stuff we did back then uh, with Paul Burnett building our house way back when. Oh my gosh, I learned a hell of a lot. If I ever get fired. I do have some labor work that I could just fall right into. All right, let's get to a couple of Mia's interviews from the locker room. We've got to get to the rest of the NFL. It's all coming up on a First Coast Metal roofing supply. Well, Christmas version of Heavy Metal Big Hair. Oh, yeah? Yeah! Like double dog dare you! Now it was serious. A double dog dare. What else was left but a triple dare you? And finally, the coup de grace of all dares, the sinister triple dog dare. I triple dog dare you! Schwartz created a slight breach of etiquette by skipping the triple dare and going right for the throat. All right, all right. <laughs> well, go on, smart ass and do it. I'm going, I'm going. 
Flick's spine stiffened, his lips curled in a defiant sneer. There was no going back now. This is next. Big Hair, Heavy Metal Friday. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Knowledge, service, selection since 1998. Yep, we opened the door to all rockers today. Now we have. Now we've literally opened the door. Yeah. And it's simply because it's a Christmas theme. Yes. Here we go. It takes like 45 minutes to start. It does. It takes a while. But you know who it is and you know how it goes. And Big Clarence, you've been good? Yeah, all that's coming. But... That's just a good old standard right there. And so it does qualify on the Christmas list of Big Hair, Heavy Metal By the way, Friday. speaking of Christmas story. And by the way, the Christmas story with Flick and Schwartz was just a genius Imagine, moment. like, having to put your tongue on a pole now, this oh. weekend with the weather. Yeah, with oh. all the stuff that we're talking about, oh. frozen pipes, impossible. <laughs> you, you, you're not doing Christmas right if at about 9-ish, 9.30-ish. A.M. Uh-huh. or P.M.? You've got A.M. Yeah. Christmas morning, you got the TV on, everybody's the gifts are already open. And you're sitting in the chair and you start to nod off. You're not oh. doing it right. Well, I was going to say, you're not doing it right if by that time you don't already have Christmas Story on your television. That's what I'm saying. It's all yeah. right. But yeah. you start to nod off right yeah. you know, around 9.15, 9.30. Especially when the old man sits back <laughs> and, and starts to nod off just a little right. bit. I like right. to uh, have an eggnog with a little bit of bourbon. Oh. Early in the morning. Opening yeah. gifts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask uh, out there because, look, we got plenty hopping on the text line. And this great. We're veering off course here a little bit. But it's the holidays. We can do that. Uh, We're but the is only there a, people in the building. Right. Yeah. Is there, is <laughs> there a, come get us. <laughs> is there a different pour? Is there a different pour or a different like go to in the holidays? Like you know, you know me. I, I I'm a master of, of all my favorite beers. I love them all. Um, but you know, and I'll go to the Brown. I love it. Uh, like like Leon the other night at Coach Campbell's house, he brought four roses, which was a really really good bourbon. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and so, is there another go to that you have out there that you only do during the holidays? You can let us know. Now, I do love when we were asking about frozen pipes uh, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Like Big Sur says, if there's an issue, get some tissue. Below freezing for a few hours is no major deal. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with that. I think that absolutely uh, makes sense to me. The other day, with the Christmas story on the brain, Flick and Schwartz, I had a delivery lady come to the house and drop something off. And she had to take a picture of the front of the house. You want to know why? Why? Because I had the leg lamp on full display. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture of Classic. it. And, and, One of my neighbors it has it too. But I, I, I got it on full display. <laughs> I, I love it. So the leg lamp usually is up in the sports lounge, top of the 11, but it comes down for Christmas. Once and, a year. Yeah. <laughs> Let I'm me give telling, you yeah. – go ahead. I'm, I'm, I, my neighbor has it. You know, it, it, yeah. it's a nice house, and they're, you know, their curtains are always open, so you know, there's nice furniture in there. It's a pottery barn house. and. Uh-huh. There's his little like, leg, leg lamp, lamp right oh, there, yeah. right? 20 yeah. bucks And, you know, Walmart. that just makes her crazy. <laughs> yeah. You were always jealous. Oh. Fragile. Yeah. Must be Italian. So um, let me give you yeah. a drink yep. that is new to me, mm-hmm. but not to our Latin listeners. So okay. since I've been dating Blake, who is Colombian, yeah. the last couple of years, Coquito. Coquito. Yes, which means little coconut. Mm. But it's like a coconutish version of eggnog. Okay, so is that wow. a rum based? Yes. Okay. Love and it. it's delicious. I and do the girl like at her work makes it for us every See, the, rum, thing, the thing with eggnog, though, it's got to be cold. Of I course. Mean, cold, mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not, can't, I'm not, I'm not putting ice cubes in it. So it's yeah. got to be like really, oh, really I cold. Put ice in. Yeah. Then, yeah. You th- then you throw a little, you know, Maker's Mark in there. And, man. Yeah. A little Evan Williams. Yeah. Mm. Maverick text in. 
Fragile must be Italian. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So uh, another off the text line, Brad says, it was minus 75 in parts of Montana <laughs> yesterday. Are you kidding me? He said, is that even real? I, and how can you measure that? It was beautiful there, though. I can guarantee you oh, that. I know it was. Uh, why do you think uh, you know John Dutton and all of them settled there? Are you kidding? Yeah, uh, well, there'll be an episode about this. Yeah, probably. Probably. But I, I heard the new season sucked. Really? Don't yeah. even go. I haven't, Don't you say I haven't anything watched about it. Rip. Don't even go okay. there, man. Don't you say anything about Rip. Um, Is that her name, Beth? What's wrong yeah, with Beth? Beth's the I best. just saw too much of her. That's what uh, I've heard. Never be too I, much. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, By the way, she's English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Did hate you know how that? English actors can pull off such a they come right over here. Yeah, American accent flawlessly. But when we try to some do the same, can. Mm-hmm. some of them can. Some of them. Idris Elba. I mean, I didn't know that guy was English until like a year ago. You know, Charlie Hunnam in Sons of Anarchy. Never seen it. It slips every once in a while. It slips. Does it? Mm-hmm. Well, first off, he every every time he says family, he says family, and there's no like, biker guy right. <laughs> in Stockton, California that says family. Mm-hmm. All right, we got one of our cats on the uh, nooners on the text line it says, "I'm no plumber, but as an insurance adjuster who had to deal with uh, burst pipe claims, it's better to be safe than sorry. Spending an extra fifteen on running water could See, save I agree thousands. With that. Okay, I right. agree with that. Okay. Listen, I I don't mind any of this advice uh, because um, there's another one. My apartment. Recommends leaving cabinets open so the heat can reach the interior pipes as well. Now that's silliness. Hope this helps somebody. All right, cool. Uh, and then, and then also because you know, like this is what we. I always Look, play. Man, y'all could laugh, and then when something goes I'm not wrong, leaving right. my cabinets I'll open. I get a text man. from JJ, bro. Can I come stay with you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't leave my cabinets open. <laughs> I like to play Radio Doctor every weekend on Breaking Bones, and so now I'm trying to play Radio uh, Plumber, but. Uh, off the text line, everyone in San Marco, Riverside, and Springfield should not listen to the advice being given on the radio, <laughs> uh, which is true. Listen, some of those old school houses, that's a beautiful part of our town. I am certainly not suggesting uh, to ignore uh, what the reality could be over there because we're talking old school now. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking vintage probably housing. probably like clay pipes there. Are yeah, you kidding exactly. me? Hey, we had the certified plumbers say, look, you know, mm-hmm. if the pipe's exposed outside, right. yeah. Yeah, take care of it. Take care of it. All right. Now, let's expose some pipes right now. Let's go into the locker room. Uh, and Walker Little uh, was a guy that people were, you know, I think people are, are high on the possibility that he could be the future right tackle. They signed Cam. They now don't have Cam. And so, boom, he pops over to the left side. And that's where he was originally being looked at as far as if they didn't re-sign Cam, he was going to be your future left tackle. He steps in last night and plays pretty damn well. And Mia was in the locker room with him afterwards. All right, before we go yeah. to this, okay? Yeah. Roland Reich. Yeah. And we all know Roland Reich. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Roland Reich is the top-notch mm-hmm. top plumber, okay? Yeah. His answer to me when I texted him and said, we're having a little argument on the show. Right. His response is, yes, let it drizzle just a little. Well, that could mean anything, really. I, I know mean, it could. We could be talking could about be, anything. That could be yeah. our little go-to line. About. Our go-to stuff. line for the rest of winter is, let, it, Let drizzle it drizzle just a little. Just a little. I am all about that. I do love that. Uh, all right, so let's let's go into the locker room. I feel like I should have to dump that. <laughs> let's go. Walker Little, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's start with this. Uh, obviously kind of thrust into duty this past Sunday, and now all of a sudden you got to turn around quick and 
play a team like this going up against a top three defense in the league for you emotions these last five days? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely a quick turnaround trying to, you know, learn the game plan and uh, just get prepared for, for this week against a really good defense. And our coaches did a great job of getting us ready. And, uh, and we had a bunch of veteran offensive linemen that helped me along the way. And uh, I thought we went out there and, uh, and we did a lot of good things. I didn't get to talk to you during the week, but for you to go between right and left tackle last week, I mean, you've been doing that for two years now, but, you know, how much has that actually maybe helped you prepare for this moment? Yeah, I mean, it helps a lot doing that uh, on a weekly basis. So, I mean, for everyone else, it, it seems like a lot, but um, for me and, you know, some other backups, we do that every week, you know, switching sides from play to play. So, um, you know, our coaches prepared us for that, and uh, obviously you never want to see injuries, but uh, it was a good opportunity for me. Are you most proud of, of your performance today? Uh, I mean, I was just proud of how we were able to run the ball in time of possession. Uh, I thought uh, we did a really good job of, of keeping the ball, and obviously we want to see you know, a few more touchdowns finishing the end zone, but uh, I thought we did a really good job of controlling the, the time of possession. How much has developing in the run game been a focal point for you this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that's been uh, a big part uh, for me and just for this whole team is uh, being good at running the ball and uh, – uh, you know, taking pride in that and uh, getting Travis and Snoop and Hasty uh, all going. Knowing that Scherf and Jawan were gutting through those injuries, what did you see out of those guys tonight? Yeah, I mean, those guys are warriors, um, both phenomenal players. And, uh, you know, guys like them with uh, as high-level players they are could easily, you know, take take a game off here or there. But they fight for it and, and they want to be, uh, you know, part of every snap. Doug said his message was, enjoy Christmas, but you guys haven't done anything yet. Could you elaborate a little bit on maybe what that post-game message was? Yeah, I mean, obviously we, we got Christmas this weekend. We're going to have a little time off, but uh, we got a lot of hopes and dreams that are, are still alive. And uh, uh, we got two big divisional games coming up that we got to prepare for and uh, try to win. Yeah, that's it. Simple as that. And they got another guy that if you want to be critical of the draft, they got another guy that they had an answer for a, a significant injury Immediately, they had an answer for a significant injury on the roster, and so that well, does count. not only an answer, but like a talented answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know he, the thing I like about he looked good. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, he looked good last well, night. Well, the thing I've always liked about what I think you know, like the potential of Walker Little, is that he he. It's so unfair to compare him to Tony Vaselli, but just right. body type wise, he for a big man, he's twenty pounds. He he's run. long and lean. Yeah, and can move. And and Cam's a huge human being too, and he he can move as well. But that's the part I think you, in the pass protection game, that's the thing that you like. You like the ability for him to be able to move quick and just kind of match that first step from that pass rusher. And, By the way, he did well. You know who's loving this playoff run right now? Just mm-hmm. absolutely loving it, Jawan. Yeah, Jawan's oh, yeah. going to make a lot of money. And as as Mia just talked about the fact that those guys were gutting it out. You know, Brandon Sheriff is a, a highly decorated, well paid. All pro interior lineman. He gutted it out last night, and Jawan wants to be a well-paid well paid starter. None of that. Whether you league. whether you look at it or not, like it like it's where or not. If they're four and thirteen, Jawan's not getting the same money as if they're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Say that right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's loving this run. This is he's playing well. He's on a team that's got a playoff run going. They get in the playoffs. You know, then he's the starting right tackle for a playoff team. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's going mean, to make some money, man. Yeah, that's that's it. All right, so let me give you one more from the Frozen Pipe Department. We are learning so much. Got so many talented uh, listeners out there, you nooners. Um, the Frozen Pipe talk occurs to me that the 30th anniversary of this memorable moment in family history took place. My father, stationed at NAS Brunswick, that's up in 
Maine. Is that right? Up in Maine. We spent Christmas with family in Virginia, returned back via car, 13-hour drive. The moment we walked into the house, we realized it was exceptionally cold inside. We could see our breath. And when my sister went to use the bathroom, she screamed because the water in the toilet was frozen. Spent the night together, all four of us, in one bed under a mountain of blankets. That's beautiful. All right, so, yeah. That is a great memory, man. (laughs) Yeah, and if you're up there, uh, you do know the drill. Uh, It will freeze, and it will freeze for a long, long time. All right, into the 2 o'clock hour, we got our NFL picks. We're doing all six uh, NFL games, right, J.J.? Correct. No college this week. And I'm telling you what, there's some some clunky, funky numbers uh, in the NFL that are tough to figure out this week. Uh, with all the injuries and so on. We'll do that coming up. It's XL Primetime. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, are we on the eve? Yeah, we're on the eve of the eve you of eve. Uh, Merry Christmas. Festivus. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. <laughs> I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> Big Hair, Heavy Metal Friday. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Knowledge, service, selection since 1998. See, we need to get D. Snyder on. Seriously, I love this. I'm going to work on that. Okay. D. Snyder, I'm a fan. I'm I'm totally into Twisted Sister. I I just wonder. I was watching a little Home Alone, uh, whatever, after the game last night or this morning, whatever. You know how it's around the clock. And John Candy said however many polka 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 albums right, they sold right. i wonder how many of this twisted christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> albums were sold. probably not a lot but it has four million views on youtube i was gonna that say you just, may be surprised how many yeah. Of those yeah. Sold. oh yeah i bet they loved it i bet uh-huh. you know you, you could have that ugly sweater twisted christmas party uh <laughs> it, it all goes that's for sure uh our, our big boss steve just uh exited the building and you know gave us a big merry christmas and and, you know, things will get quiet around a lot of uh, offices and businesses and whatever, but everybody's getting done. But it's good that, you know, the 1010 torch is just always there because it's going to go until, what, 8 o'clock tonight, JJ? 8 o'clock. Yeah. And so, and you can go torch. to uh, Mr. Chubby's from 6 to 8 and see exactly. Rick Ballou live in person. Yep. Rick will be people. out uh, celebrating, I'm sure, with everybody and, and having a big time. And then Hack and Cerse and Coach Campo uh, uh, helped wake you up this morning yeah. after a late yeah. night. Uh, with the uh, fifth quarter in the a.m. Um, instead of it being 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. By the way, the big boss also also may or may not have written another song. Oh, really? song. You know, because the, the Hicken stuff. Yeah. So it's not all Dan. Okay, that's what I was. I was wondering yeah. lyrically who was uh, you, well, the you master. Hick. We love okay. Hick, but good. I mean, yeah. I, again, I try and give him. I try and give the Road Scout credit for a lot of things. You think he'd come up with those lyrics? Come I, on, I, 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 I wasn't sure. I didn't want to. I didn't want to suggest that it wasn't that. You know, he didn't pin it. You know, he's not. Um, you know, who are who are some of the artists that you know, tend to rip off other people's songs? I I was exactly. trying to give him too much credit. Uh, by the way, TLD did, did bring you uh, in in mason jars. Oh, nice! Very and nice. Some Christmas M and M's. Oh, nice. yeah, very nice. That's you know, a, I, I thought there was, when you said mason jars, I thought maybe like liquor or something, moonshine, <laughs> but this is even better. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Hicken is Elton John. The big boss, Steve, Bernie, is Bernie, Bernie Toppin. Toppin. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Is That's it Toppin? Is. is it Toppin? I don't know. It, yeah, I have no idea. At this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
And so I, I, I just like the Bernie fact was that, the brains of the group is the point. Like, like they're just a, authentic. There's a, yeah, there's a few of them that uh, you know that you you need other other minds at work right. for you to look like the genius. Which is and there's nothing wrong with that, right? I think it does. Look, they work the lunch bunch in, which I really that's what made me lean in Dan's uh, department. Yeah, what are you more proud of, being in Hicken's song or being on Amazon Prime last night? I was just going to say I'm more proud of the fact that that Joe from XL Primetime was on the Amazon broadcast and Hicken was not. First of all, Mia, before uh, the game aired last night, Mm -hmm. all day yesterday she's like, Hey, I got inside information from my friend who I went to school with, yeah, Yeah. at Ithaca College, that I will be on the broadcast. (laughs) And it ended up, she really wasn't. I mean, she was, was but her voice was. She got her voice on there, which is great. Which was great. I was just happy. I I, I threw it out there, and and it was so funny because we didn't know with Amazon Prime whether the local broadcast would, would show that part of it. Did right. they? Yeah, they did. Oh, because that's when nice. that's when the phone lit up with all the text, and it was oh, just okay. classic. Oh, nice. Yeah, to to hear from a you know a bunch of dudes, and, and I hadn't heard from from a while. Yeah, was, mine didn't. I got you know. And it's like, yeah, guys, awesome. I have a show every day. You yeah. should listen. I got a piece of coal. Heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> I got a piece of coal in my. <laughs> <Yeah>. No <laughs> one called you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, Matt, I heard yeah. you got. <laughs> Uh, all right, now snubbed. Joe was trying to make me feel better too. Uh, I said, on, "Look, he's a national on, column." All, so. um, all right, I, I, uh, we asked, "What are some of those go-to holiday uh, drinks? You know, the, the you know, stuff that you don't ordinarily have, not just the eggnog." But anyway, we got Crown Apple, Crown Caramel, and Ginger Ale. That certainly sounds pretty good. Uh, the Puerto Rican Coquito was also one that was mm. uh, uh, mentioned to go a go-to drink in the holidays. Woodford Reserve, which is outstanding, with yeah. some apple cider, uh, because we would do those whenever we fry the turkey. We get a little apple cider out, a little yeah. Sailor Jerry falls into the uh, into the pot. Yep, yep. So um, Woodford Reserve would definitely qualify. We also have one of the most Baker County answers ever. Oh, yeah, what is it? Which is uh, put a Kool-Aid packet in a bottle of <laughs> vodka and pour shots. Oh, go, you Baker County. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's champagne awesome. for those boys in Baker. Now. Come on. Yeah, that, you know, that's straight. Let out. me give you one. Another one I love, which I drink year-round, but it is like holiday-ish, is a Red Snapper, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which is crown, amaretto, and uh, cranberry juice with a little orange. We've got Sazerac. It. Is it Sazerac? Sazerac rye with eggnog or on ice. That's not bad. Uh, Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout. Now, I've had the coffee oatmeal from one of the microbrews, uh, the bog down in the og, and... I like that oatmeal stout. It's pretty good. Really? Oh yeah. What's Never it taste like? It? It's just a, well, you figure a stout is like uh, you know the. I know what the stout tastes like, but what does the oatmeal like? What is it? What kind I of really don't know what it does. does. It, give it, it gives it. I, I I wish I could describe it, but you know I would I could uh, like uh, uh, nutty. I guess is what you hear with wine sometimes. But anyway, the coffee's the most dominant I flavor. It, for some reason, I think it would be really dry. Yeah. No. No? No. Well, I eat oatmeal every day, so I, I guess maybe that's why I gravitate to it. But I do like I do like some of those stouts, that's for sure. All right, let's see a couple of other ones uh, that were pretty good uh, that you can at least try. Buffalo Trace uh, bourbon cream is is amazing. Okay. I, Buffalo Trace is pretty good. You know, yeah, yeah. you're talking about some of those more popular bourbons that you see. There's so many of them. How do you, how do you even keep track of them? Yeah. There's so many. Um, but – I do like the fact that Baker County's coming in strong with some of their suggestions. Um, 
You know, and Brother, you know, all our boys in Baker, like when JJ said that, oh yeah, we, you know, we were like laughing at it. all the boys in Baker driving and going, "You better believe it, man." You, you ever you tried better it? Better believe. Don't it. knock it till you try it. That's basically <laughs> what they're saying. Uh, Brother Bond Bourbon is another good one. It's from the two brothers uh, from Vampire Diaries. Uh, was hesitant to try, but very, very smooth. Okay, cool. I like that. I like that. Uh, one was uh, mentioning on the text line. Tell your listeners. Uh, to do your pets a favor and bring them in. No question about it. Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah, and so I'm sure, hopefully, there's not. Your dog is not going to be okay outside in 20 right, degree right. weather, okay? Exactly. It's not. Exactly. No All more right. cats. Now, we need to do our picks, JJ, coming up here in just a second. Let's hit one more from the uh, locker room uh, with Mia last night in the Meadowlands up in New Jersey uh, and making sure that, you know, the reaction coming out of this, uh, of this locker room is very professional. It, it seems like it, it's not – not a cocky confidence, just a, a measured approach to this is December, these are meaningful games, and we ain't done yet. So let's head back. Who, who are we hearing from? We got Arden Key, who's okay. one of my favorite like uh, media interview guys. And, Always brings the energy. Yeah, and he's a hustle guy, okay? He, he, he was highly regarded coming out of college. Maybe not all of that uh, in the pro ranks, but came over here from San Francisco, a little knowledge about how to get to the – to the quarterback, and things are starting to work for him. So that's yeah. good. All right, so into the locker room with Mia. i to ask, apparently you were the star of the Amazon Prime pregame show. Apparently. I saw all over Twitter. I wasn't watching it because I was on the field with you guys, but uh, did you do something pregame that got them all hyped up? Nah, I do the same thing. Um, I guess it was just Amazon Prime. We finally got an Amazon Prime, uh, and I think it was a little talk on what I be doing pregame and things of like that, so that's what I did. I just did the same thing. Perception of this team nationally versus how you guys feel in the locker room right now obviously it's easy to feed into your own headlines it seems like you guys are locked in though oh yeah definitely locked in um you've been on other teams though I mean you've seen that before so why is this team different um I think we are we 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 know the task at hand um I think everybody on this team believe in one another um I think everybody on this team see the talent that we have um and see what we can do with that talent um we're just consistent I don't think too much of nothing really changed throughout the year. We all we already knew what we what we needed, what we wanted, and stuff didn't go our way at the beginning of the season. But I think everything is coming our way now. What allowed for you guys to really get after the quarterback early? Stopping the run. That was the most important thing. Um, stopping stopping the run. We knew they was able to run the ball. It was gonna be a a crazy day. Um, but we kept them one dimensional. And you saw what we, well, you saw what we saw um, today. Last one for me, since I know we got to go. Uh, Doug said he told you guys you guys haven't accomplished anything yet. Yeah, what was the post game message? Oh, uh, we we haven't accomplished anything yet. Because uh, see, it's gonna come down to the last game in order for us to get in or not. Um, and we just haven't done anything. And I think those one of the testing things he do to keep us focused, keep us grounded, and knowing that we can celebrate today, but tomorrow we got to move on to Houston. What about that? We can celebrate, but we got to move on. And you want to talk about if there is ever, ever a one-win team, potentially a two-win team if they beat Tennessee, but if there was ever a one-win team that you need to have your full focus on, it's that team that's figured out a way to beat you nine straight times. Just go play. That's it. You prepare. Go play and beat that A is yes, what, what they need you, to do. If, if you prepare like you typically prepare every week, especially how you prepare for the last seven, eight weeks, just go play. They'll well, be fine. The one thing that sucks is for the, uh, the the battery mate of Arden Key, whenever you would see him out there, you'd see Dewan Smoot quite often. Right. And, right. and so that that really does stink. And I and we, we said it earlier, but I just Chase hate it on, for man. him. 
the fear is it's it's a ruptured Achilles, uh, and it's kind of uh, eerie and however you want to look at it, but it's a couple days before Christmas. Last year, James Robinson, his Achilles ruptured the day after Christmas, and so having it this late in the year makes it really tough to come back and be the guy that you wanted to be uh, within 10, 12 months' time. And that means in jeopardy is him being healthy, you know, even as early as October. James Robinson, a healthy scratch last night. Yeah. And, and again, you, you feel for the guy because he came in here and he helped you as much as he possibly could, and he was pretty good before the injury, and he just wasn't the same. We all talked about why did Jacksonville let him go? Why did they get a six-round pick for it for him? And it certainly makes a little more sense now. He just doesn't have the same explosion, right. acceleration, ability, all that stuff coming off of the Achilles. By the way, Snoop getting a couple carries last night. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Running hard. That's all. Hey, listen, Running you, hard, man. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. Hey, by right. the way, Tommy and Neptune Beach, who's yeah. one of our loyal listeners. Yeah, I love Neptune. Texted. They're driving back from New York. Really? Just started, be safe. Said it just started snowing in New York. Hopefully making it back to Duval. Wanted to say, suck it, Jets. <laughs> I love Drinking it. Drinking Irish coffee is to keep us warm. Yep. Go get it, Tommy. Yeah. You and your boys. Well done. You're the man. Listen, you'll be back in Neptune. It'll feel like New York when you get here, but so what? At least you'll be back here uh, in the uh, in, in, on the first coast and in, in right where you belong. But that's awesome that they were up there. Uh, as cold as it is and what they have to deal with weather-wise. Had a good little contingent there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duval travels yeah. now. Uh, the uh, the Bold City Brigade, all of them that load up and make sure that they take a trip. The trips are that are very popular, obviously Nashville being one of them, but you always pick one of those with the rotation of games that you won't, you know, it's a city that you're not going to get to very often, and Bold City Brigade will, will load up and make sure that they're there. Well, it's Christmas in New York. Oh, Why yeah. wouldn't you make that one? Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I think it's awesome. Real quick, i got to read this one, and then we're going to get to our picks. This is just beautiful. You want to talk about the wisdom of the Nooners on XL Primetime? We were talking about freezing pipes. I don't know, I don't know whether this was from Putnam County, Alachua County, Baker County, Clay County. I don't know. Levy County. <laughs> if pipes freeze, leave them alone until they thaw out, just like my ham. Can't cook it until it's thawed. <laughs> No, man, they freeze. Ice expands. I, I, I don't and need they, logic right now. Pipe. All right. I'm thinking about the ham right. right now. All right, right. It's all about the ham. But what is it? Wait, it, it, it's a leg. But what is it? Yeah, well, it, it, it's a, a leg, you know, like in a statue. Statue? Yeah, statue. Yeah, statue. Ralphie? Uh, My mother was trying to insinuate herself between us and the statue. Holy smoke with you. Do you know what this is? This is a lamp. It was indeed a lamp. That's great. What a great lamp. Big Hair, Heavy Metal Friday. Brought to you by First Coast Metal Roofing Supply. Knowledge service selection since 1998. We're always jealous. Crank it up. It's wide open. I mean, once once Bruce entered the building, it's wide open. Father Christmas by the Kinks, submitted by Greg from Orange Park. So the OP coming in. Thank you, bro. Uh, the Kinks, uh, I love that. That's love old school. Uh, a little Father Christmas and obviously the major award, Fragile, as it is, the best. 
Yeah, I love that Ralphie even at, how old do you think Ralphie was then? Thirteen. Yeah. How much? You think he was in his teens? I thought he was like 12 or 13. No. No, no. no. he was right okay. there, right at, at that tender age yeah. of 9 or 10. Yeah, 9 or 10. And, and, and little Randy was probably only 6 or 7. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like, Ralphie at the age of 9 or 10, mm-hmm. he, got the, he got the lamp. <laughs> the way he touches oh it. Oh, my he got gosh. It. <laughs> he yeah. he fully understood. On Cleveland Street, he fully understood what was going on. I believe that. Boy. All right, so this real quick, we got to get to our picks. Off the text line. Uh, okay, first thing, go Jags. I just left the Avenues Mall. Everybody's stressed out, hustling, <laughs> bustling. Yeah. And then I'm just walking around with a smile on my face, and all of us are wearing our Jags gear. I keep pointing to each other, yelling, go Jags. Such a good nice. feeling. That's awesome. Uh, they did say, um, this is from Bethany, do not give up on Yellowstone. You know, she likes the, the way it ends. And she said that she even named puppy, her puppy, Rip. Rip's one of my favorites. Rip's, yeah, he is my favorite. No All right, uh, JJ, take over. All right, you guys did not have a good week last week. One four and one what? for Matt, Mia, and Joe, the leaders at the top. Four one and one for me. Oh wow, that yes. is rubbish. So what does it look like? Uh, still the same at the top. Matt forty nine forty one six. Mia one game behind. Joe two games behind. Damn. Me and Leon competing for last. Mm. All, All right, right. I step it up. Only NFL games today. I have Mia and Leon's picks. He's the moment. We'll start with the Giants at the Vikings. Minnesota, of course, this game will be inside. Uh, Minnesota is a four-point favorite. I'll just tell you, uh, Mia and Leon have the Vikings. Matt. Man, the Giants are struggling. Struggling. Did win last week. And they're desperate, too. And the Vikes are coming off that high of the 33-0 comeback. I'll take the Giants in four. What the heck? I, I kind of feel the same way because I, I've, I've probably lost more than I should on a stinking Minnesota team uh, because I just seem to be on the wrong side, which probably means the play is Minnesota here. Uh, but I'm going to take the points. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Man, I really want to take the Giants. I'm taking the Vikings, though. Right. Um, I just don't think the Giants are going to win two in a row. Four doesn't seem like that big of a number at home. And by All the right. way, uh, just for what it's worth, uh, second game on the road for the NYG, so – that, that would make it a little tougher. It's true. Bengals traveling to New England. This game is one of those weird lines like Joe was saying. So weird. Bengals are only three-point favorites. Leon and Mia both have the Bengals. Matt. This is, last, this is put up or shut up for the Patriots, man. This is it. Um, man, the Bengals are playing so well. Three? That's it. That's it. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, I will do the same. Yep, clean sweep for the Bengals. Next up. That's a weird one. We're all going to lose that one. Yeah, right. well, listen, I, uh, I'm i not rooting for that. That's for sure. Next up, Eagles. You need to be a Bengals fan, by the way, just to keep New England far away from the possibility of a postseason spot. Packers. Tra- oh, excuse me. No, you exercise the demon then. Get them here. I don't care. Man, you want yeah, okay. I'm I'm wanting to, the the teams that can take. Matt's this spot. all about like, hey, no, you gotta man, beat. I'm the, about I'm about exercising the demons. You gotta beat the champ to be the champ. And then, you're right, and then sucking the soul. Apparently, from the this Titans is too, this is man. David just inviting Goliath in his backyard. <laughs> yes, yeah. right, I want ahead. the Titans to be here after they've won two in a row and they're feeling good about themselves. All right, Dallas coming off of a loss to your Jacksonville Jaguars are at home this week to play Gardner Minshew. Dallas right now a four and a half point favorite. Mia took the Eagles. Leon took Dallas. I love Gardner. Me um, too. Trying to get Flynn on the line. You know what? I, I love the <laughs> Eagles team even more, so I'm going to take the points in Minshew. Wow. 
Yeah, I feel like just when you think you know something about the Dallas Cowboys, you don't. Uh, December has been uh, it's been crazy for them. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna grab the points. I think this is a big bounce back game for the uh, Cowboys. I like Dallas at home. All right, Saturday game. Excuse me, this is a Sunday Christmas game. Uh, so we'll we'll save that one for last. All right, okay. so Washington at Niners. This is Saturday. The Niners at home, six and a half point favorites. Mia and Leon both have the 49ers. Six and a half, huh? It was seven, for what it's worth. Man. When does it end for Purdy? That's the I question. Know. I know. I mean, the, with uh, I Chase mean, Young. Uh, yeah, Chase Young will be a pretty good front seven, man. I mean, they can. Shoot. I hate betting against the Niners. I'm going to take the points. You are taking the yeah, points. Yeah, I'm going to take the points. I just think their defense is good, man. I, mean, I think I, they might. this might be the day that Purdy comes back to the pack. Uh, by the way, on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, Rick pointing out that David did beat Goliath. I do know that. I do know that, but I don't think he invited him into his backyard. <laughs> That's all. And he beat him in a one-game yeah. wild-card playoff. Like, and it was, it was, hell uh, yeah, he beat him straight up. Seven-game series, But it was I don't the know. best rock and leather <laughs> swing you've ever seen. And so that 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 I do truly appreciate. I want, I want everybody happy and I hear everybody on a streak and everybody thinking they're getting the playoffs, and then they just die on that field. That's, what That's fine. That's fine until they don't. That's fine. Uh, all right, what do we got? What's the last Washington one? Washington versus Niners, six and a half. You haven't made a pick yet. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to – I, I hate to ride the Brock Purdy wave, but I also can't ride the Heineke wave. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to Chase Young's, by the way, healthy, playing. Yeah, I'm going yeah. uh, I'm going with the Niners You're as well. the points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt's worried about Washington having a good defense. The Niners also have a good defense. Yeah, a really so good defense. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right, Texans at Titans. Um, Titans are only three-point favorites at home, obviously, with a backup quarterback. Mia took the Titans. Leon took the Texans. Matt. I'm going to make some ground this week. I'm going to take the Texans and the points. I like that as well. I, I like that as well against Malik. They, you know, look, they've been into into some games all the way down to the mm-hmm. end. All uh, right. Um, Lovey against Willis. I'm taking it. I'm actually taking the Titans here. I don't okay. feel confident at all about it. All right. Sunday, Christmas afternoon. I believe this is at noon. Packers uh, travel to Miami. I bet they're loving that. They get to be at South Beach this week. Right. Uh, they Miami is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Packers. Mia took the Packers. Leon took the Dolphins. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I, the Packers will play much better. But, they're not, I mean, no, the Dolphins, I will definitely lay those points. I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I'm laying the points, too. Uh, the Green Bay Packers right now are living off of win over Baker Mayfield uh, at home. So I will take I will take uh, the Miami Dolphins by more than three and a half. I just love the hook. Yeah, uh, I know it's hard. It's hard to, to go against. And that's that. really the only reason I'm taking the Packers. I don't think it's. I think there's going to be a lot of Green Bay fans there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think maybe Dolphins win by three. So I'll take the Packers, and that is the uh, the picks. All right, let's see where they go. Uh, I, I do need if anyone's got a lock out there, you can hit the text line. Uh, I will never ever say no to someone else's knowledge. Uh, and see if we can't get us a lock that we think is just absolutely going to come through. Do you know why that you're afraid and you want the Titans to be, you know, stumbling and with losses? Because mm-hmm. you're like old school Jag. No, not really. This is a new team, uh, man. Uh, this uh, is different. Uh, this is different, JoJo. Yeah, but again, you were you're a month removed from saying this team sucks. It's the well, same. Well, not Jag. a month, about so, seven weeks. So all all, all I'm simply you're right, saying and is that I did that, say it sucked yeah, about it, seven weeks ago. Yeah, but 
I, I just know that the best possible scenario is to play the team you think you have the best chance to beat, and that's just the only way I can look at it. I love what's happening, and I want it to keep happening. But anytime you can find uh, you know, a, a lesser-manned team, Derrick Henry, they finally stopped him. It's the first time in six games that they've stopped him. Don't you want to send the Titans to the depths of despair? Seriously, yeah. don't you want to do that? Yes, of course, of course. Uh, and and that's, that's the plan still. But it's also making sure that you be able to pull off that win, okay, instead of having your heart <laughs> ripped out, uh, which could possibly That happen. run defense did not look too good last night. Yeah, night. I mean, come on. <laughs> Just uh, got after it, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's XL primetime. Now, yeah. another interview on the Farrah and Farrah phone line, brought to you by the accident attorneys at Farrah and Farrah. We used to have Flint Fridays on a regular basis. We always love saying hello to the big man, uh, and he's got to be pretty hyped because uh, Gardner Minshew's going to start for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys. Flint, welcome in. How are you? Hey, doing well, man. We're already in Dallas and um, doing a little family Christmas this afternoon when Gardner gets in, and and um, everything's going good. Got to watch the game last night. Jags had a good game. Um can't say the same for Zach Wilson. Felt bad for that guy, uh, but everything's uh, everything's good. Then along, Flynn, I don't I don't know any other way to ask you this other than to say how pumped are you right now? Seriously. Oh man, we're pretty even kill about it. You know, um, just you know, even like you know when he would play for the Jacks, just go out, do what you're supposed to do, get first downs, try to score. Um, you know, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity. Right. You know. Um, uh, but, uh, no, you know, you can't doing this as long as he has. You can't get too high, get too low. I had an old high school coach tell me one time, it's, it's never quite as good as it seems, and it's never quite as bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, Flint, I, I think the reason why we wanted to catch up, of course, you're an old friend of Duval, and everybody still keeps track of, of Gardner, that's for sure. So there are plenty of fans excited for him here. But the other thing, and you and I have had this conversation back in the day, is the lack of talent that was surrounding G when he was here because that roster was being stripped down. It's, it's really a great opportunity with the amount of talent that they've got, you know, with the, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. They've got, uh, like, for instance, they got a guy, Andre Dillard, who was a first-round pick, played with mm-hmm. Gardner in college, uh, a left, left tackle would start for probably 20 teams in the league. He, uh, he didn't only get to see the field in Philly. Because they're so loaded, you had offensive line, and you look out there, and uh, you got a who's who of the NFL of defensive linemen, and and um, no, it, it, it's a lot different scenario now. The Jags have sure boasted up their roster. It seems like a good bet. Uh, look out there, and there's a lot of good players now. So, Flynn, obviously, like you said earlier, it's just a matter of going out there playing like you always do. But this is also like a you know kind of a, a chance for Gardner. To show what he's got on the big stage, I mean, behind behind a very good team. Let's see what you got, right? That's right, that's right. But hey, when you're a six round pick, every time you step on the field, you got to do that. You know, I, I, y'all heard me say it before. Every time you're uh, a six round pick, you got to prove every time he can play, and a uh, first round pick, you got to prove that he can't play. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Flint Minshew, Flint Fridays, we used to have a bunch of fun with them. A couple more for the big man uh, before we turn you loose. The the Doug Peterson effect is definitely big here in Duval. I mean, fans are loving what he's been able to do. Flint, what about Nick Sirianni up there? Because you know they're all basically from the same tree. He's doing a pretty good job. Yeah, 
and he's doing a great job. They they've uh, watched what they've done for Jalen this year. They really uh, uh, have done a good job surrounding him and, and running things that that fit his skill set. And um, you know, and it's the first time I would think in Jalen's career he's had the same offensive coordinator for two years in a row. Uh, same for Gardner. This is the first time he's had the same offensive coordinator since uh, since I think maybe East Carolina. So uh, that makes a huge difference. And um, and then you know when you got a team that's not perfectly trying to lose, that always helps. All right, one more for you. Hey Flint, one more. Um, obviously, we saw the video of Gardner. Uh, reacting to the passing of Mike Leach. It, for you, what was Mike Leach like for you? Man, what a godsend. What a great person. Same person all the time. You guys have been around these coaches and just people in general that you uh, they act different in different situations. That guy was the same guy all the time. You never had to wonder who you were going to get. And, uh, and they, you know, he, he uh, changed the course of Gardner's life. Um, and we, we would never be able to repay that. We'll always be thankful for that. Yeah, a good, good man uh, and an interesting man that lived a, a full life. You just hate that it came uh, so suddenly to an end. Uh, listen, Flint, uh, enjoy it down there. Uh, be with the family, and, uh, and we hope G uh, plays lights out. Yeah, and hey, congrats to you guys. It sounds like the, um, the Jags, if I'm hearing right, control their own destiny uh, get into the playoffs. Yeah, Duval may be playoff bound, Flint, before it's all said and done by the time we get to January. <laughs> See you in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. That's all right, awesome. buddy. Congratulations. Hey, listen, yeah. thanks, man. Hopefully we'll see you whenever you come down here. Let us know. Yes, sir. Thank all you. All right, buddy. Flint Minshew uh, getting ready for Gardner. Uh, I'm sure that they, they love him up in Philadelphia. There ain't no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you know, he's that guy that just uh, – He's an underdog. Yeah, he is. He's, he's rocky up there yeah, in a lot of ways the if, city if of they rocky, can pull yeah. it off. That's why I took those four and a half. Come on, Gardner. It's XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. I don't know if we can do it because it's the embedded and shredded one, but one of us has got to pin him. Uh, until then, Festivus is not over. Right. You're going to have to pin Hayes right. Carline right now. I got a lot of problems with you people, <laughs> and now you're going to hear about it. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because you want to know how different December is? We would play this a year ago, and we'd say, you've got grievances, Jacksonville. You've got grievances <laughs> about this football team. Bring them. And everyone would have some grievances. Now there's just nothing but smiles, right. Hayes. Smiles. Maya? My son tells me your company stinks. <laughs> Carlin, we are a week away from significant January ball. How about Much it? less November or December. January. It's, it's incredible. Who would have seen it coming and, uh, you know, give them all the credit in the world. They, uh, to me, it's, it's been three things. Trevor has become an elite quarterback. That was the first thing that had to happen. The second thing that had to happen is the belief that they now – all share, which is magical. Right. Um, and and it's, it's an intangible that few teams can find. This team seems to genuinely have that. The third thing that they found last night is maturity. Because to go on the road on a short week in bad weather against a pretty good team, at least a really good defense, and be as dominant as they were um, shows a ton of maturity for a very young team. So you now have... You now have a very dangerous ball club 
and somebody that uh, I think gonna gonna be a tough out. And you know the one thing I've been kind of trumpeting is the the Doug difference, because there's no mistaking. Look, I'm not saying that it was a good thing last year, but Trevor could have been better last year. Doug has had a profound impact. On what him. What's really exciting? You're totally right. What's really exciting is they believed in September, right as the season got going, even after they won the the two blowout games, that the real fun was going to be in 2023. Right. That that's when the real fun would start, that they needed an offseason with Trevor. They needed a, a offseason where he's not learning everything from scratch. They can start working on the nuances of, of the offense and the program, and, and, and they haven't gotten there yet. And uh, it does feel like they are absolutely ahead of schedule. Now it – Look, it helps that they play in a weak division, but they can't apologize for that. That's just no. the division that they're in. So if they were in another one, we'd, we'd still basically be talking about improvement, um, but, but we'd be talking about a very tough path to a wild card berth. But thankfully, they're in the AFC South. The Titans are crumbling. That's the nature of the NFL. And they have a real chance to host a playoff game, and who knows? I mean, once you're in the tournament, Any. anything can yeah, happen. Exactly. So it's uh, – and again, they're probably going to be a better team in four weeks, three weeks, than they are oh, right just, now. That's beautiful. just the that's just the arrow that that is is trending upward. So it's a lot of fun. We're certainly excited to talk about it on the Frangie Show. Frank's going to join us from New York in the four o'clock hour, and then we will have Pete Prisco at five o'clock. All right, awesome. Hey, sounds good, buddy. Thank Merry you guys. Christmas. Merry Christmas. You Merry and the Christmas, family there. Brother. All Thank right. Uh, JJ, it was recommended that from the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures throwing the suggestion out that we might want a keeper uh, from one of our lines. You'd have to go I back and that. find it. Uh, imagine putting your tongue on a pole. Who said uh, that, Matt? <laughs> well, one of us did. No, I, can't I didn't say that. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, uh, it has been suggested. Keeper, uh, and then also, this is also uh, worth pointing out, is that uh, there was someone on the text line that lost our signal on the app, and they said that they have been in Flagler Hospital listening since 6 a.m., and happy to have us back. So Thoughts and prayers, bro. Exactly. Yeah, prayers, we appreciate bro. that. That's for sure. All right, we end with a little Christmas to Dixie, just saying from all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. Listen, enjoy your, the people that you love, right? Yeah, Matt, just, eat and drink, but don't eat and drink too much. Yeah, exactly. But just being around people you love, hug them. Yep. Uh, uh, love you know, them. Yeah, just, just that's what it's all about. Christmas spirit, uh, we appreciate it. Josie, Maddie Hayes, JJ for uh, Mia and Big Surce. Uh, we will see you after Christmas. You got the French show coming up next.